We're live. See, that, that's the way you open a show. But anyway, we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. There in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. From 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. You know, hearing those words, they hit like a punch to the gut each time. Lily lost the ability to walk. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, functions history. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. My world Get the 10-volume box set stopped. with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPR and discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. 
Elrond Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order. Place your damn order would be a better way of saying it. Place your damn order, people. You know, man, place your damn orders. Like Jack said he's going to come down here and beat y'all. He, you know, he's got one of them gold picks. He's going to come pick y'all, man. Damn straight. I got to yeah. pick Jax, and you know, it is the holiday season, and time to be. Yeah, remember the imbonable snowman when that dentist got him, so y'all better be careful. <laughs> I'm just saying, people, y'all better be careful. Pay attention to what's going on here. Um, no, Jack, we're live. No, we're, no, we're, we're, no, no. Yeah, I call him Jack when I was talking to you. Um, no, we're live all over. I don't know if, uh, if Jay's going to join us or not. He never responded, so, you know, he might be busy getting probed. The man does have to work for a living. He's like the rest of us, you know. We yeah. all have sex. Now, if y'all want to pay us to be here every night, you know, that's different. That's true. But yeah. I, I got to cut out of here about midnight, brother. I got to get up at 4.30. Yeah, see, and, and poor and poor Sean got to go. He's going gold hunting, people. No, not yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a, oh, my God. Do you know, Joe, a, how many of the dumbest questions I have received this year? Oh, I can imagine. Turkeys. Oh, my God, it was unbelievable. I, I was like. I was losing it, man. Some jackass came up to me and said, it was Wednesday. He came up to me. Um, hey, will my frozen turkey be, like, uh, thawed up by tomorrow? <laughs> I'm like, no. 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 Because no. you're an idiot and your frozen turkey won't be thawed out by tomorrow. Uh, um, uh, well, you know, you know, it's funny these days. Cause I tell people all the time because they always ask me stupid shit lately. And I said. You know, they got this thing called Alexa. Put it in your house, and you can ask it all the stupid questions you want. And they would listen. See, I said, so what? Don't say anything around there that you don't want it to hear. I'm like, just, just, because I have three of them in the house. There's one right here. Hello, Alexa. See, she just lit up. And uh, there's one in the bedroom. There's one in the front room. And I got them linked together like, Alexa, announcement. I love you, Linda. Uh, announce. <laughs> she just announced it's around my whole house. <laughs> Nothing, baby. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm just saying, people, they're, they're very, they come in very handy. Which, besides torturing a wife, yes, but I mean, they, they actually come in. You can use them for a lot of different How things. What's wrong with you, Joe? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's like froze up. Oh, no telling. There ain't no telling. It's it's winter time, man. Maybe it's the freezies. Uh, Jackie, it is uh, fifty degrees down here today. Mm. Not really cold, but not really warm either. It's uh, it's in between cold and warm, you know. Yes, thirties no, up here. Yeah, we see that's that's, y'all, But are y'all cold enough for snow, or right above it, or what? Right above it. So right then I get no snow. Well, no, uh, we're going to talk about this later in the show. They're, they're saying a thousand mile thing of snow coming this week. Not here, no people. We see snow like every four or five years. See, New Orleans, they only see it about once every 10 years. I'm a little bit further north than New Orleans now. Even though I live on the coast, we do see, oh, I hate to call it snow. It is snow, but. I mean, for what y'all see up north, it's not snow. It's 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 just stupid <laughs> stuff. But for us down here in the south, it's actually snow, people. We they'll be out there building snowmen and doing all kind of stuff. Uh, Two, three inches, maybe. You're not going to see more than that. 
Uh, there was one particular bad one. I think we got five inches. Ooh. Oh my God. Ooh. Yes. And, um, and it lasted all of about 48 hours and the sun was out the next day. So it was already starting to melt. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, we walked the school in 10 inches of snow and I'm not bullshitting you. Oh man. And you start selling my grandpa. I walked 10 miles uphill in the snow. <laughs> it ain't fun. Yeah, we used man. to be, uh, like when we were going in grade school, we would get uh, empty loaf uh, bread bags, you know, put them on our feet in order to slip them into the boots, man. Honest to God, it, those were the days. Those were the days. Well, you know, when you live up north, you freeze and see. It tells me you're a dumbass. You're still living there. Yeah, Damn. No. Give me a reason why I should move. I, I told I told I told a friend of mine the other day. He was bitching. He lives in Buffalo. I said, dude. Oh, uh, I said, I said, I hear horror stories about Buffalo like five months out of the year. Yes. And I said, another, so seven months out of the year is barely livable. So I said, dude, five months. He goes, well, you got hurricanes. I said, dude, we got hurricanes three months out of the year. And really only about every 20 years does one actually hit a big one. You get middle from time to time. They're, they're more fun for the kids and stuff. But uh, see, like, let's put this in perspective. Hurricanes, you know, a good friend of mine was hosting when Hurricane Sandy hit. Now, her house was affected. She lived on Staten Staten Island. But so here comes a class two hurricane. Now, this is what we do down here in a class two hurricane. We get the ice chest out. We get the boilers out. We take the kids out to the beach. I'm not shit. Are you serious? Um, That's what we do for a class two hurricane. Y'all people up there are drowning and dying and flooding (laughs) because we're set up for that. We're not. Class two is not going to really affect us any. We get a little wind damage. You may, might have some power outages, but our pumping systems and flood systems are designed for at least a cat three. So we're not really worried about all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we, the only thing that really, honestly, when, even with a class five, the only thing really that you have to worry about, the wind's horrible and the rain's horrible, but it's a storm surge that's going to kill you. When you see a 30 foot tidal wave coming in, you're pretty much screwed. If you can see it, you're dead. Wow. Just so people, if you're ever sitting in your your condo on the beach and you look out, and you see a all of a sudden you see, you see a tidal wave. Put your head between your legs and kiss your happy ass goodbye because you're going to meet your creator, <laughs> my friends. No way you're going to get away. It's moving too fast. You just never get away from. Uh, now smaller ones, yeah, I've seen ones. Um, I've seen reported ones where they've got video where like a five footer rolls in or eight footer rolls in, maybe ten footer. It's dragging people in cars down the streets and stuff. Yes, water's powerful. Why yeah. how if you know it's coming, why would you want to be on the street with your car? Well, because you don't know it's coming. All of a sudden, the signs just go. If there'll be like a little mini quake somewhere way on the other side of the planet, and it sends a tidal wave on this side, uh, okay. and you don't know it's there until it starts rolling in. Now, granted, our systems are better than they used to be, but still, in some of the in some of the more third world countries, not so much. And uh, and America's not down there warning people. They're like, well, don't live there. Uh, what is that, Greg? Um, there's a lot of that, but we're going to get into all those stories. No, Jay's not with us tonight. Jay has uh, he he texted me a little while ago, about a few minutes ago. He's um, he's like uh, Jay, uh, Jay's uh, Jay, like Sean. He's got early ones. He's a little bit earlier than Sean tomorrow, but still. Well, they both live in the same state. Yes, they live in some thing, mm-hmm. some ass state called Freeze Hole or some shit. I don't, I don't know. Just, <laughs> I've never heard of it before. It is called <laughs> look anybody. It, no, it ain't called anybody who puts that more on what's his face in office is no longer on my good list. Oh my god! Seeing Fetterman get put in in any anywhere 
just mm. makes you down 10 points on my good. No, Pennsylvania was one of my favorite states because one of my local quarterbacks used to play up there forever, and I loved him. Um, what, oh, Terry Bradshaw? Yeah, Terry Bradshaw. And uh, so, you know, so I've always been a big fan. Even now, I'm still a fan of, of Pittsburgh. But uh, and lately, man, y'all been having y'all been kind of getting like New York up there. It's kind of starting to scare me a little, a little. Yeah, it is, dude. I'm telling you, man. Well, at least they fired Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator, finally. Now Pickett has something to prove. So I'm still confused. I guess it wouldn't have mattered. Somebody asked me the other day, well, why did they trade their quarterback away? I said, well, did it really matter? He got hurt for the second game out. Which one? Who got traded? Oh, wait, no. Wait, um, no, wrong quarterback. Wrong wrong team, sorry. No, it's wrong team. Completely wrong team. Uh, no, then I got Green Bay and Pittsburgh. Don't ask me why. I guess maybe because they're both yellow. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody, people. Please. Hey, look. Hey, look. You, you don't have the you don't have the Aints. I mean, the Aints are down here five and five. And wait, the only reason they're in first place is because Atlanta lost. <laughs> I know. At least I don't have to wear a bag over my head. Well, we ain't wearing a bag. We're in first place, so we don't have to wear no bags. <laughs> this should have been a cruise. This should have been a cruise. Any decent quarterback would have cruised us through this season. No, it's not the sports. We're just talking about sports. Get off my ass. Um, it's 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 just, you know, the Saints got other quarterbacks. They could put little Taysen Hill, and Taysen's a beast. Mm-hmm. You know, let, look, he can't do any worse than the guy that's currently quarterback. Let's just be honest about it. This dude is kind of Menard. Man- he's kind of like, hi, I'm your quarterback. <laughs> and, and he's got a decent long but It just – it just – He's boring, and he plays the game boringly, and, and therefore he's not. Into, I watched. I watched. So he was screwing up really bad week before last. So they throw Jason. Uh, I mean, uh, what's his name out there? Oh, the ex Tampa guy. They throw him out there, and he he's coming back. Now he threw two interceptions and, and kind of cost the game, but still. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he hadn't played since what a season and a half on the field. Uh, they throw him out in the middle of everything. And he manages to court, I think, 21 or 24 points um, in a matter of a quarter and a half. So he was trying, you know, he, he was trying. And, um, but the other guy was just like, I am your quarterback. Yeah, watch me. It's like, it always reminds me of Galaxy. What is it? Um, Guardians of the Galaxy when Drag says, I'm so slow you can't see me. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, that's what that quarterback thinks. I'm just so <laughs> Well, people, if you have never seen Galaxy Question, you don't have a reference point. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Go watch the damn movie. No, it's not for everybody. It's 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 sci-fi and funny goofiness. It is. Not every, good, not, good, yeah, music. Not, good music. Yeah, good music. Good um, music. Not everybody's going to like it. They do have, um, excuse me. They do have the Galaxy Christmas special out from last year when they go kidnap uh, Kevin Bacon and drag him off. To- <laughs> it's just <laughs> stupid, but it is worth watching. It's fun to watch. What's the holiday season? Thirty-one days of Christmas, people. Mm-hmm. Thirty-one days. Thirty. Uh, Alexa, where's Santa Claus? Alexa, turn yourself up. Alexa, turn up. I, but anyway, Santa's at North Pole. She's having. She's don't want to speak. She's radio shy. Apparently, yeah, connected ah. to, <laughs> around the world. And no, I don't want to hear any Santa jokes. 
she tells the stupidest, corniest, most <laughs> ignorant, sanded jokes you have ever heard, people. You, it is, it is. If you ever really, really bored one night, Alexa, cancel. Alexa, cancel. She's still over there talking to us. I hear her. <laughs> she, 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 she's just. Don't get sassy, bitch. Damn. Bye. Her and Siri get into fights every once in a while. Oh I my god. Her. Oh my god. My. My a friend of mine, her husband used to get so damn. She used to get so damn jealous of Alexa because of her voice. You know what I mean? He would say, "Hey Alexa," and she said, "What?" You know, or how she talks. And my friend got jealous of that shit. I said, "There is something totally wrong with you. You need, you need help." <laughs> yes, she needs. They all need help. What are you talking about? So, people, all right, first off, I got some bitches before we get into the news tonight. First bitch, okay, put your fucking cell phone in your glove box. Yes, no, it's not actually beeping. That's me just not saying the curse words, okay? Put them in your, in your no, look, no, I'm serious. You people are just stupid. First, we're sitting at lights, la, 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 and lights green. You're like, la, 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 and all of a sudden, light changes. Right? You're like, what the bleep, 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 bleep is going on here? Okay, that's people on his cell phone. And then this... So I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm on the road a lot, and uh, the last two weeks it's been like this. Everybody's, it's like everybody's drunk, and they're not all drunk. They're just way going way out of their lanes and stuff. It's because they're texting or trying to read their cell phone. Y'all gonna get killed? People. And then we've got these people. Everybody's doing it now. Everybody's cruising a nice clip, eighty, eighty-four. That's a good clip. It's comfortable. Everybody's spaced out. It's, it's fairly safe. You got to have these idiots want to come through at 100, 110. I'm like, yeah, well, you're going to die. Or the only good plus side to that is at least, you know, if there's a cop up the road, he's getting pulled over, not you. Are uh, you sure about that? The Mississippi and Louisiana cops, dude, once you break about 85, they get kind of nasty with you. And they immediately, it's it's um, reckless operation. They're going to search your car no matter what. They're going to probably give you some kind of drug test on the spot. Oh yeah, people, because they, they, you know, once you, see, I, I can't remember what it is in Mississippi. In the in Louisiana, it's anything twenty five miles over the speed limit is considered reckless operation of a vehicle. Uh, so boom, they got you right there. I think in Mississippi, it's twenty miles over. Uh, so if you're in a seventy and you're doing ninety, you can, maybe ninety one, they can consider. It. Hey, look, don't don't drive. Now I'm gonna tell you another little secret. If you're driving around in Mississippi, Mississippi. Is an effing roadblock capital of the effing planet. Um, and y'all don't believe me? Go look at my TikTok page. You can see what they did roadblock out in front of my house. And this is what's so weird. So I live on a bayou, really pretty bayou. And then there's a bayou, and then there's some woods, and then there's a road, and then there's a bridge, and then there's a light. And right there where the bridge comes into the light, that's where they set up the roadblock because you can't get away. You know, you come off the bridge, whoop, uh oh. What do you do? You just sit there and they ask to see your driver's license and your um, insurance and if everything's in order. What they're really doing is seeing if you're loaded. You know, hey, did you, oh, man, your car smells like marijuana, man. Pull your car. Oh, it smells like how pull your car over there. But they're also kind of weird because doing like uh, certain holidays, um, if people are driving hopped up cars, they'll let them spin them out and haul ass up the bridge and shit. So they're they're weird. Um, but they're there to harass you. Oh man, two hours they'll probably go through a couple of hundred cars. Yeah, enough to ruin a lot of people's holiday. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just well they used to have a trooper 
that used to hide out on the top of one of the bridges when you come over the hump. But so many people, when they come over the hump, if they seen him, everybody was putting on their brakes and it's causing an accident. So they, they sued the police department. And they couldn't put him there no more. Well, where I live, when they decide to throw a DUI checkpoints, they usually tell it the day before. They're supposed to. Yeah. Here it's three days in a newspaper. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know if they've actually got a newspaper anymore. So I'm thinking you got to go look for wherever the newspaper website is because that's where it is. Now, Louisiana, these no good bastards, one hour before the roadblock on a radio station. Any radio station. It can be some whole wall that got two listeners. Well, we put it out there, man. We can't help if you didn't go check it. Uh, Them cops are so... There's a show up here. uh, They're Louisiana... uh, Bayou Cops, right? Oh, don't ever get stopped by Bayou Cop. Just don't. Well, I mean, Y'all ever see that movie? What was that movie? Uh, when they ride on their motorcycles and stuff? Oh, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, uh, two big famous stars are doing their choppers and shit. They're riding through Louisiana. Oh, yeah. um, Easy Rider. Easy it was Easy Rider. Rider. If you haven't seen that movie, Easy Rider, that shit is still true today. Do not go screwing around in a bayou. You better have a Louisiana license uh, if you're in a bayou. And it better not say New Orleans on it either. Because uh, you're still going to be just as much as trouble as a freaking tourist will be. They they don't like tourists in certain places in the state, just like Mississippi don't. Mississippi's funny. If you're like Jackson up, they don't like tourists unless you're where the – let me put it this way. Okay. Mississippi has designated tour, tourist areas. I'm not shitting y'all when I'm telling y'all this. Okay. Um, so in Vicksburg, we have casinos. On the coast, we have casinos. So, yeah, yes, all you foreigners can come hang out. But other places, Upper Hattiesburg, Jack, no, they don't want you people there. They don't want you in any of those small towns. They have routes for the locals to go through to go spend some money, but they don't want any of you out-of-towners in there. Uh-uh, man, that's a no-no. If Why? you get stopped by a cop, they are going to harass you because you, you, you're not from here. Still you might as well, you might as well be a freaking Palestinian, man. We don't want you here. It's just and you think we're bad. Alabama's worse. Uh, but you so, know what? We're spending money in that time. Well, that's what I just said. But that's what I just said. There are designated tourist areas. There are certain places oh, in the state okay, okay, that they okay. want you to go. You know, there's four or five places in the state you can go hang out. And the coast is great. I mean, I mean, every most of the people from the coast aren't from Mississippi anyway, so. Uh, so it's a great place to live and hang out. But when you get inland, they're, they're, they don't like you foreigners. And they call you foreigners too, by the way. Uh, you, look, if I even get up there, I have to slow my speech down like 25%. I'm, I'm going to get beat up or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm kidding you. I'm not. It's uh, Don't get me wrong. Mississippi is a beautiful state and it has a lot of great things. But it needs a lot of work in a lot of areas. And that's as politely as I can put it. Alabama, I understand. Alabama is the sneakiest, most people. Look, I'm probably going to get, get beat up for this. Go to Alabama. You'll love it. So northern Alabama has all these beautiful mountains with all these beautiful chalets all snuggled up in the mountains. You would never know it. These, I mean, I'm not talking like some backwoods hut. These freaking things are more, you know, three, four hundred, four, three or four hundred thousand dollar chateaus built out in the woods uh, with all the amenities. And, you know, each one's kind of apart from each other, not right up on each other. So you can get out there and they, they have beautiful vistas, beautiful views all over the place. 
great place. Southern Alabama has some of the purest sugar sand beaches in the world. I mean, when you look down at that sand, it is snow white. It is soft. It's soft between your tootsies when you're walking on it. It's just nice. And we ain't even going to talk about Bama girls, man. We don't even go there. But um, they just. Why not? Why not? Because cause my wife's another room and I'll be in trouble. It's uh, just people. Uh, Georgia peaches my ass, man. You need to go see a Bama girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, Alabama. It's, it's it's a really beautiful state. It really is. Uh, they just keep it well hidden. They don't talk about it much. As far as I know, there's maybe two casinos in the whole state. Um, they really are. In the old days, they didn't even let like so. They got what we call the coastal route from from say it's from uh, Panama City, Florida all the way to uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And everybody's moving back and forth through there, and it's all the Gulf Coast states. And Because uh, Texas is too far the other way unless you're going to Houston or Clearwater. So they're running, they're running back and forth, and it's it's just, you know, and everybody's intermingling. It's just it's a nice place to live is all I can tell you. The only downside to living here is the occasion you got to watch out for a hurricane. And every now and then we get a summer, you're like, like oh, shit. Uh, but you know what? God created air conditioning, so it makes the summers more bearable. It's um, if you don't work outside, it's not a horrible place to live. Uh, it is if you work outside, but if you don't, it's not. Well, it's a beautiful place. It, it, it's, the scenery's down here just stunning. I mean, when you're in the south, you have everything. You got you, you can go snow skiing if you want to in the wintertime because if you go up into the Appalachians and all, you can snow ski your brains out. You can go mining like he does. And you can go you can go rock climbing. Just about anything you want in the southern states. Everything's yep. here. Uh, everything's here except for, you know, we don't have earthquakes here. Oh, no. No earthquakes. Uh-uh. Very few tornadoes except in the, in the hurricane states and the other states. And not you got to go out west. Well, not west, but kind of west in heartland area. To really find those places like Kansas, Ohio, things like that. Uh, no, it's just people. We 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 don't want y'all this. I'm not even supposed to be telling y'all this. This this is like sacrilege for someone who lives in the south. We don't want y'all to know. You know, it's not backwards anymore. It's got beautiful hotels and beautiful places to stay. What you know, there's there's a few hotels. I mean, a few casinos. Uh, Louisiana has about a dozen. I think Mississippi has about a dozen and a half. Alabama's got two. I think Georgia's got two. Florida's got a couple. Um, yeah, they're just hidden in different places. You just got to look at them. A lot of them are Indian casinos because a lot of states don't allow for casinos, but they have to allow for the Indian casinos. Yeah, they can't tell them no. The one in Alabama. Yeah, so the one in Alabama, I'm pretty sure, is an Indian casino. And it's a big ass casino. So I, I, I didn't personally like it, but it's a nice one. Yes, we'll get to the news. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I'm just well, so. Who's bitching about the news? I'm just, I'm just like, no, who's bitching about the news? Just an idiot coming off my messenger. Uh, they, um, what are you talking about? Oh no, I know what you're talking about. No, so there's been a lot of stuff been going on. Uh, First off, you, I didn't realize how many uh, Abrams tanks we sent to uh, the Ukraine. And somebody said, "Why, why are we sending them to Pal to to Israel? Israel's already got." Abrams tanks. Is Israel's actually got state-of-the-art Abrams tanks? <laughs> the ones we sent to Ukraine are like first generations Abrams. Yeah, 
No, we're not sending anything. The Russians can get their hands on people. Think about what you're saying here. All the weapons we send over there are really good weapons, and they're showing that they can kick the Russians' asses. But these are like stage one weapons. These are weapons that are probably were designed to, to take on Russian stuff from 20, 30 years ago. They're not like the stuff we have today. No, and they're not all in drone stuff, even though we're starting to use drones more and more and more. Yeah, because we have to. Uh, it's It's getting to the point... Uh, with drones, and I, and I said this 30 years ago, so at least I get some laughing points on it. Um, but it's getting to where the where drones are going to be fighting. Was eventually you'll see these big mechanized creatures walking. Yeah, well, you know, I got to Transformer movies and stuff like that. It's just you won't really need humans. And the reason America will be so good at this is we have like three generations of gamers in the country. You didn't feel that? Man, I'll be kicking yes. ass. Huh? You know, all that bitching we did about our kids sitting there playing games. We'll be like, oh, thank you, son. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> well, you know what? Ukraine, <sighs> when they started the war over there, Ukraine went and got the gamers over there in order to run their... Um... Yeah, because the gamers are the ones you need. They're the, they're the ones who are going to take to this really fast. They, they already play multiple. They shoot. They play first-player shooter games. They play multiple control games where they're flying more than one vehicle at a time. Uh, so the only difference is, is now they're flying multi-million dollar <laughs> pieces of equipment. <laughs> We're letting this little 25-year-old, oh, yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, that, that whole set you got right there only costs about $100 billion. But go ahead and have some fun out there. But they're, they're kicking ass and they're taking names. And it's making it hard on the Iranians and the Russians and the Chinese. Because the Chinese gaming is a no-no in China. Oh, really? Uh, it's not a no-no, no-no, but they, they frown on the waste of time. Um, Japan's kind of a – there's gamers in both places, but it's one of those things in those countries that it, it doesn't produce anything. In America, it's just simply for relaxation. And uh, we all played it because I loved gaming when I was young. I'd sit there and game my brains out. And then somehow I got in a radio business. Hmm. What do you mean, Glenn? Oh, man, I played everything. I played uh, any space game that involved jumping through a hole. Yeah, I love those right off the bat. I played a lot of Pebble Beach golf, a lot of just golf in general. I liked golf, man. Because I don't want to get my lazy ass out there and walk around. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, golf. Whoever's golf, so your, your people, man, golfing is so freaking boring. How can it somebody, is so. How I'll, can somebody I'll, fall a little white ball around a free? So I'm gonna tell you how we did this, golfers, and shh, this is a big top secret thing. So we were so bad in the beginning that we, in case you don't know, we had, we if you're bad and there's other players, you have to you have to let them play through. I mean, in other words, if they catch up with you, you have to let them go, and you have to wait because you're that horribly bad and they're good, and you got to let them go. So we would get a cart. Sometimes, sometimes we'd walk depending on the course. And sometimes we'd go play like a, a par 68 or par 70 or something like that, a short course, and uh, like in City Park. And anyway, uh, we'd walk them. But sometimes we'd play one of the long courses and, and we'd actually take the, the carts. But So we'd always have usually some crown, maybe some jack, um, some snacks, and um I can't say this. This was at the time an illegal substance called marijuana. <laughs> but anyway, that's how we played golf. And actually, I was a pretty decent golfer. Uh, I always played within par of the course, so I was, I was decent. I could have never played professionally or anything, but I was, I was good enough to actually play. And that's because when we were we, – we would go out on Friday night sometimes and get ripped 
and I mean ripped, and go to the driving range and drive, you know, 10, 15, 20 buckets of balls. Uh, man, look, driving is half the game. Yes, man. If you can get the ball down where you need it to be, it's, it's a little easier to get it in the hole then. It's just freaking boring. It is boring. A lot of people love it. It's good exercise. To me, it's boring. Well, I shouldn't say anything because I played darts and I played professionally for a while. I mean, even, okay, I can play darts. I played even, darts I even, I made in a, Scotland. I, uh, I, I even played it for a living for a while. No, I, seriously, I was making a living off of it. It's... Um, at one point, Linda was like, I want to throw a choice. I'm like, no, it was just a ridiculous amount. <laughs> uh, but, um, well, what see, was, what, we, what was your favorite game, 301 or 501? Uh, well, no, we played cricket, we played all three. So, uh, so I played, so the way it worked out was is you had your, you had your opening, which was your 301 team, and then you had your, your cricket and your 501, and you were allowed to play on two of them. So most, because I like, I was good at hitting doubles and, and stuff like that. So I played on a three hundred one team, and the five one. So I'd open, and then cricket. Nobody wanted to get around with cricket. I, I played with the big boys when I ran to cricket. <laughs> I was just, but you know, I'm gonna tell you, I cheated in the fact that um, I was playing somewhere in a tournament, and this guy Ricky Nay, who's a professional out of uh, out of England, and uh, he said, "Look, he said, if you want to get as good as us, where you're hitting a triple every time, use this dartboard." And I said, okay. It was a champion's choice dartboard, so he gave it to me. All the doubles and all the bullseyes are half the normal size. So when you shoot on them boards all the time, and the team used to practice on those boards, when you got on a regular board, it was like, wow, look at that big space down there. <laughs> and I shot, and, and which drove um, a lot of the competition crazy. I shot with two VO arrows, real feathers. And um, people are like, well, you, 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 they're getting in your way. I said, they never get in my way. Don't worry about them. I'll stack them right on top of each other. Um I, I don't know. I shot better with him, and I was really good, and, and I won a lot of money with him, so <laughs> I couldn't say anything. Well, because the team was for fun, guys, but uh, they had tournaments usually five nights a week that you could go play in. And sometimes you could bring your partner, and sometimes it was blind draw. But what me and Paul, another friend of mine, would do is we'd wait to the very end of the, the, the enrollment time and we'd walk in and put our money in. And a lot of times we got to play together. Well, we played together in a team, so we were murderizing people. <laughs> anyway, I shouldn't talk about that kind of stuff. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Made a lot of money. Yeah, it cost me. Yeah. Got a, well, no, it was a fun game. When you play, when you play, when you, oh, no, when you play with the pros, it's a different thing because they don't miss. It's whoever last shot, man. And they, no, they don't miss it. Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull, triple, 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 triple. triple. <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. That's that's the pros. It's like any professional game. Yeah. But anyway, um, who's up first? You mean like who's on first, who's on second, uh, what's on third, stuff like that? You know, oh, I knew he was going to bring up Joe Biden. Oh man! Um, so he hasn't done nothing stupid lately. He's always doing something stupid. Joe, Joe Biden, Uncle Uncle Cracker. Um, I don't know what it is with him. He just he just can't seem. So I mean, come on! How do you have dinner with the Chinese president? Okay, and then you're discussing how you're going to put these plans together to save the world, Almighty people, and then you. The next morning, you're calling him the dictator. 
Yeah. Well, actually, later that <laughs> evening, you were calling him the dick. Yeah. Dick. I was like, oh, my God, you dumbass. Oh, wow. Did you see Blinken's re re reaction to that? No, I actually, somebody had said something to me about it, and I was like, well. He was like this, this Joe. Oh, my God, no, no. Yeah, because, you know, he Blinken worked hard to get that deal set up, and, you know, getting China together. But it just shows right there that the uh, American, well, the White House and Blinken aren't communicating. I mean, it just seems like he's off in a day somewhere because no one told the president or sat down. The president said, okay, cracker. You know, this is China, the second most powerful nation in the world now. Well, I don't know. That's arguable. Maybe third. But anyway, um, still, be nice. Okay. I won't call him a dictator, but you know he's a dictator, right? Yeah, we know that, but don't call him that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I had dinner. He had dinner. He's a good boy the whole time. And then the press starts to, oh, no, freaking dictator. He's a dictator. I'm like, what? Yeah. I you know, I, and not, look, and I'm for calling Xi Jinping a dictator, but because he is, but still, I mean, you know, you're trying to cut a multi unilateral deal here to save the planet. And I'm sorry, Jack, to save the human race, not the planet. You were just waiting for me to say that, Cindy, because that response was so fast. <laughs> I mean, dude, it was like, come on, man. He was waiting for that. Uh, you know, you can come in. Uh, we have, What are we in tonight? We are in one, two, three, four, five Facebook pages and two YouTube pages. And you can join us on any of them. Yes. Uh, Jack said he wants you to come see his sexy beast self. He's single, man. He said he wants a harem. <laughs> yes, at least five. It would be nice if it was five working women, though. Okay. You don't want to hear five. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm making at least at least is what he's making or more. Sugar Mama would be even better. Oh yes, well no, yes, yes. Yeah, I need I need a very sexy vampire lady. That's what I want. That's oh no, I don't want no look. Okay, I don't want no. How can I say this without getting in trouble here? Now I'm just going to leave the comment alone. Maybe later in the show, <laughs> I can think of a better way of saying it. Um, hey, hey, everybody, I got O negative blood, so it's universal. Oh, then you can't be a vampire then. You're <laughs> immune. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, the RH negative people are immune from vamp vampiric. It's one of the cures for the vampires. It's uh, one, one of the reasons they went extinct. I can't even be somebody for a vampire. Jesus, what am what, I? Good no, they can, for, they can, they can, they can drink what, your blood. What am I, what am I good for? They, they can, no, 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 they can drink your blood. They just can't turn you into one. Oh, okay, that's good. All so right. you know, all right. It's, it's, uh, my blood's fine wine, Joe. There's no alcohol right. or drugs. In I, I would body. say, I would say, you know, I, I want at least fifty nine ninety nine a minute. Or <laughs> so if you for or no, we can go better than that. Let's just say about fifteen hundred a pint. Yeah, we can do yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, 1500 <laughs> We can do that. No, we're not legally selling blood on the radio show. No, we're not actually, man. <laughs> uh, all disclaimers. <laughs> all just idiots tonight. <laughs> well, no, you can legally sell blood. They buy blood all the time. Um, I know last time there was a blood drive going, a guy said they would give me $100 a pint for mine. And I I'm believe thinking, it. And I'm like, I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. And a lot of times it's not even blood they're after. It's plasma. So they put the blood back into you, which is weird because it's cold when it goes back in. It's a creepy, weird feeling. 
Yeah, I've given blood a couple times in my life. Yes, unfortunately. I've done it. Everybody should do it, people. Especially, especially if you're O negative, you should definitely go give blood because you're the universal donor and you can tell you lies in ways that other blood can't. And it gives them a lot more time to experiment and see how they can screw with you. But you know what, Joe? I got something to tell you. I got O negative blood. Real quick, short story. I was stationed over in Holy Rock, Scotland in 1981. Okay. 1985, the mad cow disease came out. And so I was always donating blood, right? Then the blood bank came and found out that I was in Scotland in 81. And now I can't donate no more because they might think I have the mad cow disease. Do what? Yeah. Yeah, I was okay. donating blood whenever the blood drives because I had O negative and they were going to Children's Hospital. And then they came out with this role where I was in Scotland um, huh? with the mad cow disease and I can't get blood no more. That's not, not only that thing of it. Well, I guess that they don't want to take a chance of it. Getting in the system somewhere. But dude, it, I was there four years before the outbreak. It's um, it's um, yeah, it doesn't mean it could have been in the system somewhere. You know, it's something out there. Me, me angry. You know how our government is. Like our government is in that case. You know what? I guess I'm saving. Uh, they're saving me for the aliens to come down and get my blood. Oh, them suckers, man. They want everybody's blood. Uh, Aliens could be vampires, people. Wouldn't that be a bitch? Uh, no, not, not the kind of vampires are, that turn you into a vampire, just vampires. Also found out that aliens are demons, man. They're demons. They're people demons. always did. They always tell me that the aliens are demons. And I always like, well, why would a demon want to be an alien? That just doesn't make any damn sense. It's a... Uh, some, some, I can't remember his name. He's big old paranormal research on TV. I was talking with one of the... Uh, Taps guys from way back when, the little skinny guy. He was on the show one night. And uh, they're going on and on about it. And I'm like, dude, I said, I'm confused. I said, why would demon build a flying saucer? Oh, because they want to look like an alien. I said, but why? I said, let me, let me get this straight. I said, personally, I find demons scarier than aliens. So, yeah. so, so why would you lower your status on the scary list? You know, and then, I, I mean, because really, some people are going to look at it. Well, you're an alien, man. I might shoot you or blow you up or some shit. <laughs> Not thinking, well, you're a demon. <laughs> um, no, people. Demons demons are far scarier than aliens. I don't know why anybody would want to downside or scale themselves to a, a less scary alien. True. It's, uh, besides, it seems like a waste of time for a demon. I thought they always wanted to be who they wanted to be. Well, Christopher... Uh, there's a lot of different lore about a lot of different things tangled to a con <laughs> connected to a lot of other different things. Uh, that's like um, when our government decided, well, we're going to look into extraterrestrials. Well, that's not true. The government has not looked into extraterrestrials, have they? Um, They've looked yeah. at flying saucers. Oh, okay. Okay. Go listen to the testimony. Don't take me from my word, people. Go listen to the testimony. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. They're not really talking about people being abducted or things going on. They're really just talking about flying saucers. 
The pilots don't know anything about alien abductions. They were just talking about flying saucers. That crash guy don't know anything about it. All he said was, oh, my God, oh, my God, uh, 75 of them just fell through a hole, and, and we got the occupants, and then we shot down another 75. I'm like, how fucking stupid are these aliens? Mm-hmm. And remember, these aliens have been coming here for a couple thousand years, so how many flying saucers do we have now? Like 2,000? 3,000? I'm like, sometimes... Sometimes the stupidity coming out of people's mouths, they should just stop and say, oh, you know what? That sounds kind of stupid, man. I might want to check what I'm saying. <laughs> just, just, yeah. Jesus. Sorry, Jesus. I wasn't hating on you. But these these people out here are just retarded. What can I tell you? Um, dumb questions, dude. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Well, what do you mean, Prince? Prince? It's like he's a princess or just Prince? Well, no, that's true. I used to say all the time there's no such thing as a dumb question, but you know what? I was wrong. It's uh yeah I don't even have any problem admitting I was wrong, <laughs> not even a little bit. No, because sometimes there is a stupid question. Sometimes you're just kind of yeah. like, really? I mean, did you not go? And then we remember, and this is a true for anybody. Before you go driving a researcher crazy, and asking a bunch of retarded, stupid questions, there's this little thing called the internet. Or in this case, Alexa. But regardless, you can look through both of them and you can really find, guess what? If what you're looking for is true or valid before you harass the researcher who will probably know more than the internet did, but still, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's nice to give them a break. Well, because you know, I get, that ain't going to happen, dude. That no. ain't going to happen. No. Well, I get asked a lot of times. I get repeat questions. I never understood when I first got in the field 40 years ago, I never understood why so many of the researchers were kind of tainted or aggravated when you ask certain questions. And I understand now. I, it doesn't really aggravate me, but I understand why. Because some of the questions you've heard three, four, five, six, seven, eight hundred times, you're like, wow, okay. And then it becomes a pat answer. And I don't like pat answers. I like I like live functioning answers. So those kind of answers irritate me when I have to give one like, well, you know what? And then it's something I've said 500 times, so it just irritates me. What's that, Johnny? Um, president Biden. What do you mean? Is he the worst president in history? According to numbers, he's not. No, that's Donald Trump. No, I'm just kidding. I think it's uh, Jimmy. According to the numbers, Barack Obama is the best president we've ever had and did more for the country than anybody. This, yeah, who? Yeah, yes, that's what I'm saying. Who? It's bullshit. Oh, my God, yeah, man. It's um, When you go out and you look at the real numbers and, and you ask around the people, it's bullshit. Well, the only thing Obama got accomplished, he only got one thing accomplished all the time he's president, and that was Obamacare, which is still a joke even today. Catastrophic coverage care is what it is, and that's what it should be called. Uh, yeah, well, because if you can't afford it, so it guarantees you get insurance. So you can get insurance for like a hundred, but these days about two hundred dollars a month, and the, the deductible is around seven thousand, about sixty-seven hundred, and then so it's it's catastrophic care. So you have to meet that deductible. So you have to go to a doctor a lot during the year to get up to sixty-seven hundred dollars. And remember, it starts over the next year. It's not like you you do the deductible and it's done. No, no, no. 
And now, like with automobile companies down the old days, you did the deductible is good for the year. Now it's not. Uh, you have to pay another one if you get in another wreck. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Our country's gotten green. I'm glad I'm with the VA now, buddy. I don't have to pay insurance. I go through the VA. Yeah, they are so so you know. It's weird, but when I was a kid, so the the idea in the kid was to get you to get stuff. So uh, everything was bigger. You got more of it, you know. Uh, it didn't matter what it was; it could be detergent, whatever it was, had a bigger bottle. Today, it's got the smallest bottle possible. I stopped the other day to get Krispy Kreme donuts. Now, when I was a kid, Krispy Kreme donuts was about this big. That's about how big they were. Now they're about this big. Same thing with McDonald's quarter pounders. When I was a GM for them, it was about this big. Now it's about this big. That's true. So what they did is, no, 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 uh, Jimmy, the, the, the actual patty is still the same size. They made the bun smaller. So by making the bun smaller, it saved them the money on the bread. And by desizing the box, it saved them the money on the box. Mm -hmm. Also, less lettuce and stuff like that. Let's, yeah. That's... And now you go buy stuff. <laughs> it's every, everything's just stupid how how little things are and how much money they want for. Yeah. What do you think it's going to keep Americans skinny? No, it's going to keep Americans poor. They're still mm -hmm. going to eat it all. It's just going to keep them poor. Yep. Well, well tell, tell your people out there with me working <laughs> in a supermarket, Bogos, you are not saving anything. Buy one, get one free. Yeah, you, you know, aren't yeah. saving shit. Mm -mm. Those were always, I used to tell people all the time, I said, they just go up in the price so they can. That's it. Well, they can do away with it. Bogos or, or, or nah, no. Grow your, own, grow your own food and raise some cattle, and you'd be, you'd be set. Well, at least, at the very least, grow your own veggies. If you can't grow, grow all your veggies, if you can. Everything you need, you can grow depending on where you live. You can grow just about anything you want. Remember, you can grow indoor, you can grow hydroponics. Well, raising animals is different because you need X amount of land. So, a cow generally is one acre per cow, uh, unless you're feeding them, and then it's a half an acre per cow. Um, and that's not all just about food for the cow, it's about clean area, you know, because your cows have big cow poop on it, you know. So, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of other things that go into that. What do you mean? Oh, I. <laughs> I, I've had a I had a weird upraising. So technically, I was born in um, way down in a bayou in a, in a bayou hospital um, in a place called I think it's Gray, Louisiana, on the Mississippi River. Sounds like something out of one of those books. Um, my family lived in a place called Saint Rose, Louisiana, which was about. 20 25 miles out of center of New Orleans down the river. So we lived on River Road. And back then there were no levees, by the way. <laughs> Just so you yeah, know, when the river flooded, everybody flooded. All the plantations and everything. And then um, uh, my we moved into the city and we got an apartment, well, an apartment in, in suburbs. And I grew up in the suburbs and see my, my, uh, Half sister lived in the city with my nephews, and I was always hanging out with them, or I was in the suburbs where I lived. It was a strange upbringing. But in all of that going on, my grandfather and my dad, my dad was a big fisher, and uh, he came from D'Iberville, Louisiana, so we were always out in a boat. And my grandpa was a big hunter and fisher, and he did construction for a living, so we were always out in the woods. 
And uh, so I learned a lot. I mean, I learned I learned how to work in an office. I learned how to hunt in the woods. I knew what a different kind of mushrooms would kill you are. I knew what kind of food you could eat. Matter of fact, I could eat my way through a bayon without any pretty much any trouble at all. I could even season my food. Um, even know how to go get my own honey and stuff. So I ain't got no, no damn beehive, brother. You can do it. No, it's not hard. Beehives are easy, actually. I don't want to say it on air because I don't want people raiding beehives. But uh, actually, beehives are pretty easy. Um, it, it, when we moved and we always had one of those suits, but when we were just out in the woods using them, no, uh-uh. They're, they, they're, and really, truly, if you don't go flip-flopping around, they're less likely to sting you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the beehive show. This is the new beehive. Oh, speaking of to that, we didn't even name this show yet. Uh, the unnamed show is going to be on tomorrow from three to five. This is a show that's going to only be about authors and illustrators. It premieres tomorrow. Um, Wolf Moon will be the guest, and um, John Goodwin will actually be hanging out with me, uh, co-hosting with me tomorrow. So we're going to debut few, but but th- this is a different kind of show. So we're going to give six or seven, maybe even eight hosts on this network. So what we're going to do is about. We're going to, each host, we're just going to ask to host one show every, probably every eight weeks or every six to eight weeks. Um, and they'll be talking with me and Carmine about who's coming on. They can bring whatever guest they want on. If they don't want to guess, Carmine can get him one of the middle, many, many, many writers and illustrators that he knows. Uh, so uh, it's just something different. It's to keep them in a certain place, to keep them off all the mainstream shows. Um, because really and truly, you know, having, an author on this show is not all that great of a thing. I mean, it's it's fun and all. We can do it every once in a while. I'm going to have Wolf on next week with us because uh, he's debuting his new stuff and he's a friend. But, um, you know, we usually just do news. Yes. <laughs> you know what, Christopher, bite me. How's that? Uh, I seen what you wrote. I'm not blind, buddy. I saw exactly what you wrote. <laughs> Get on with it, huh? I seen what you wrote. Don't think I wasn't looking, man. That's, that's, that's raw, but dude. That's just raw. When I get off here, I'm going to put a spell on your ass. I'm going to make a voodoo doll on you, my friend. Yes. Matter of fact, I might even have a blank one here. Oh, come on. What the hell are you talking about? I'm going to put a voodoo doll on you, man. Voodoo dolls aren't real. They're- yes. You just keep believing that stuff. <laughs> They're not real. No. God. Yeah. That, that's what well, you think made Marie Laveau famous. All she did was make some dolls. That was it, man. Yeah. She sold them. With dolls that made things happen. <laughs> yeah, things that made it happen. Um, actually, they're, they're just like any other talisman. It's all in the power you put into them. Yep, exactly. If you don't believe in them, they won't work. Well, not necessarily, because if the person who believes in them is stronger than you, then they might actually work. But uh, so it's it's like I said, people. It's, it has has to do with a lot of different things. Some some there are some really true. I don't want to call them witches because that's probably not the right word for them. But let's just say there's some really gifted people out there. I, I met a few. I, I, well, you know, I met like. Um, there's just some, you know, you got Crowley's great-grandson who's out there these days who's pretty good at what he does. You have um, Marie Laveau's great-grandson who's out there who's out there today who's also pretty good at what he does. Uh, they come from a long line of <clears throat> whatever you want to call them. Well, I don't know if you – I don't think you call them warlocks or witches because I don't think that's what they were no, actually no, were. No, no, no. 
I don't. I don't think this. I would, I, I think I would there was call something them else. priestess. Joe. That might. Oh, that might. That might. That could be closer because they're. Yeah. Um, they're. They're. Oh no! Their their skills are legendary, but uh, Crawley skills are fucking legendary. Just, just, just like um, is it um, what's his name? Um, Yvonne and his wife, who were out of New England, their skills are pretty uh, legendary. But they were they were what were they Wiccans, white Wiccan witches? Yes. There's no such thing as a white or a black. Witch. Yeah, a witch well, I I personally I agree with that one hundred percent. But that's how they label themselves. Well, they probably label themselves like that way for to sell the product. Well, no, Sean's absolutely right. A witch is a witch is a witch. It's all what you do with the power. Uh, you're not necessarily drawing power from an evil source or, or a good source. You're just creating it. Usually it's coming from yourself. So if you're evil or dark, then of course it'll be evil or dark. So but they that, also, that's on you. They, they also pull the energy from the trees, the plants, the water. You know what I mean? They, they, they pull from that too. I mean, we know a lot of witches, Joe. Yes, we do. One runs the station. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, that, uh, sorry. Wrong, wrong word. <laughs> <laughs> I got confused. I'm sorry. I got confused. Yeah, yeah, I got confused there for a minute. Joe. Uh, well, that's my buddy, buddy. She's taking good care of my station. Is uh, her and I were talking Thursday night. We're talking about Michelle DeRoche, by the way, guys. Since we just cut y'all out the conversation, um, no, um, she does a good job taking care of the station. She, uh, yep. she, she does it. She, she runs it good. I don't have to worry about it. Uh, she brings a lot of people on board. A lot of different types of shows. A lot of different type of talent. Oh man, you got stuff. We got shows now that can help you f make your life better. No, you'd like those. Uh, what, do, what do you call them? Um, what do you mean, feel good shows? I don't know if that's what they are, but it's uh, we got news. We... <laughs> Mine's on everything paranormal, normal, everything. I just, my Sunday show is whatever I want to talk about, my Tuesday show is whatever I want to talk about. And, and usually it's paranormal UFOs or if I go on a rant, I'll go on a rant like I did Tuesday. But uh, yeah, we have all kinds of great shows, man. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to be on the Horsefly Chronicles next week, this Monday. What show? I've never heard of that show. Where's that show from? That's from UPRN Talk Radio. Yeah, hey, I've never heard of that show, man. Is that like a new show or something? 105.3 New Orleans, 107.7. <laughs> no, Mike, that's 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 Phil and Julie. Is you know freaking show it is? Give me a break. <laughs> Come on, I'm messing with you. No, I mean, these these goofballs. Um, oh, I'm actually looking for that. And I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what, what changes in the near future. Um, I don't, I don't, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. I mean, you get the Ukrainians, uh, Russia's backing out of the Ukraine, which is making me nervous. You've got um, Kim Jong-un now who is putting, wanting to put troops back on the border uh, with South Korea. That's making me nervous. You've got, well, you've got the Jews. Because, let me explain something. You know, everybody says, oh, it's Israel. It's not really, it's not really Israel. It's the Jews. Um, that's who they hate. It's not necessarily that they hate Israel because not all Israelis are Jews. Some are Christians or other denominations. So it's the Jews they hate. 
They hate him just like they hit my hate. I don't know what it is. I guess, you know, when you're the chosen children, you know, you like like being a favorite child, all the rest of the children hate you. And that's really what I guess this comes down to. You think um, I thought <clears> it was about the mountain that's over there. Well, it is, but that's not why the Germans killed him. Yeah, that's true. And the Germans that's killed him because they had all the money and they were rich and had all the power. And uh <clears throat> and and in Israel, it's, it is about, um, not the mountain, it's about the, um, where that building sits. I can't remember the name of the temple now, but. Yeah. Well, that's what it says in, in is it Revelations. When the, when the place comes down, that's like part of the start of Revelations, when it crumbles in the dust. It, well, if you ever see it crumbles in dust, just know if that happens, then there'll be blood as deep as the horse's bridle in, in the Middle East, the entire Middle East. I don't even know if there's enough people to make that happen, but. Uh, I mean, in the Middle East, but it basically means somebody's going to nuke it and wipe out the whole Middle East. Uh, it could be anybody. It could be Russia. It could be China. It could be the United States. It could be Europe. Just know when they do, though, they don't want a big oil supply. But you can turn it into, you know, turn it into big green mirrors like solar mirrors and get power out of them. Yeah. It only cost you, I don't know what, four hundred million dead or something. Well, then if, if, if that happens and they nuke the Middle East, right? And all the oil be missing, and they got their Earth thing where they want to go everything solar power. So it's a win-win for whoever blows it up. It's a yeah. Well, <clears throat> well, guys. It, I mean, you mean the United States blowing it up? Probably only blow it up if somebody like nuked Israel, and then we might we might get a little pissed. Uh, really, there's nothing going on in the Middle East that can affect us. It, United States don't really, we don't even have to worry about them oil wise. Under Trump, we were oil independent, so we can go back to being that way. Uh, we don't have to be uh, relying on, no, we don't have to be relying on the Middle East. Actually, we can make quite a bit more oil than they could. Um, so for us, it's a little bit different, but for Europe and all, they need that. So nuking that only leads to Russian supply. So it would be in Russia's interest. To nuke the Middle East and be the only oil supply over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be, guys. You got to keep that in mind. Well, there's a where I live in Pennsylvania, Joe. There's a there's a tunnel ton of oil, um, oil city. There's a, a town called Oil City, and it at one point in time they had all those what it, them real tall things, and they were drilling for oil. It was all over this town. We got to take a real quick break, guys, and then we'll be back and then we'll get into the news news. Um, Cindy, what are you talking about? The end of the world is coming. Well, at least I live in it. See, I don't live like up there in Pittsburgh where they're going to get nuked at and stuff. (laughs) Well, okay, Pittsburgh's not actually going to get nuked, but Philadelphia, New York is going to get nuked. So you might as well just say Pittsburgh's going to get nuked. (laughs) By default, (laughs) it's going to get nuked. Oh, yeah. Well, no, because no, I got a lot of friends. I get we have five hosts in Pittsburgh. I can't be letting Pittsburgh get nuked. I, I have to take that personally. Mm-hmm. No, really, we do. We have five hosts in 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 there. Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah. Well, there's two of them right there on Sunday night. Speaking of which, Jenny did forty-seven-three-five-nine. Uh, really? Sunday. What did I do? Uh, I can't tell you. It's classified. Come on, Joe. <laughs> it's classified. Is it over from the following? No, it's happened? actually it's actually lower. It's eighty-eight seven twenty-one. Oh man, I hope uh, you're messing with me. 
No, that's what it is, but that don't mean anything because it's a brand new show on a brand new night. So, by the way, while we're on this, guys and girls, Sunday, you have to come see Sean and Jenny, and somebody else is going to be on there on Sunday, too. So, yes, we don't usually have live shows on Sunday. It's a whole new thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we, we, we've never really had a big audience over there before. I'm actually surprised these shows have gotten the numbers they have. I was thinking that we'd get like five or 600 or something. Well, because well, first, first week was 127,000. Uh, actually, it was 163. 163? Yeah, I must have gave you a bad number or something, but right here it's saying 163. So how the hell did I drop 80,000 people? <laughs> shit happens. It's uh, it, Shit happens. It, uh, but anyway, we got to go take a break, guys and girls. We will be back from the break in just a few minutes. I want everyone to please stay tuned to United Public Radio, so hang on there. And Bloop, look at that don't look cute that looks kind of scary mm. uh, let's see what we got there that looks damn scary people yeah what's it kimberly oh no it's it's uh actually that is weird there's something different on that screen than this screen what the hell i gotta see this what the bleep is going on here it's your new computer dude no i don't know that's Called stupid Joe's or probably. Let's see. All right, let's go. Sorry, that ladies and gentlemen, I don't know why it's not clicking into the. What the hell's going on? Uh, maybe I'm not. I'm probably no. It says it's showing it right there. Okie dokie. Maybe it's gonna be behaving. Now. Sorry, guys and girls, don't know what was up with that. Anyway, we're gonna take this quick break and we'll be right back. Huh? Oh no, I'm always sexy, baby. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, we'll, uh, we'll be right back, guys. Girls, stay tuned. And it's the glory A hundred stripes, a hundred stories It's the Pledge of Allegiance on the 4th of July It's some handwritten letters from home It's some sleepless nights alone It's his newborn baby he left with his wife Mr. Red, White, and Blue Lay down his line Mr. Red, White, and Blue, for these stars and stripes, hey. From the fields of Indiana, to the swamps of Louisiana, to the golden coast of California, Uncle Sam's the only family he's got. His purple heartbeat won't stop And his 18th birthday was the day he was born Mr. Red, White, and Blue Lay down his life Mr. Red, White, and Blue For these stars and stripes Mr. Red, White, and Blue Stand on the front line Ultimate 
rebellious, proud, but torn. But if you knew him, you would understand. He was raised on how to be brave, just to see the flag still wave. And then he came home with only one hand. It's Mr. Red, White, and Blue, laid out here. These stars and Marching line, marching line. Hey. Hey. I cherish the memories of a question my grandson asked me the other day. When he said, Grandpa, were you a hero in the war? Grandpa said, no. But I served in a company of heroes. There you go, guys. Yes, we're getting the. What do you mean, Denise? Well, well, I'm playing a lot. It's not so much I'm playing patriotic music. I'm playing stuff that um, means something. Well, we both we both served, so it's a little different for us. And we served when it actually meant something. Um, it will mean something now if we end up in war again. And right now, with Iran pushing us, let me put it this way. Be glad that Joe Cracker Biden's president, because any other president would have already went after Iran. They would have said, "That's enough of this bullshit," and uh, we're not going to let you fight by proxy. We're just going to take you out. And Iran's got to know. I mean, they watched what we did to Iraq, and remember, Iraq had just got through whooping Iran's ass, and the U.S. just rolled over them. Iran was all full of pride, and I mean, Iraq was all full of pride, patriotism, because they just got through. Matter of fact, they even used mustard gas on. On Iran, and uh, Iran was beat. And then uh, here comes the U.S. Pfft, like Iraq doesn't even have a military. What was it like? One month? It was. Uh, it was less than a month. We had air superiority. Within six months, pretty much, we could fly any Saudis we wanted anywhere without really being challenged. Every now and then, they would pop up some jets because they had flown over their jets to Iran, their enemy. And every now and then, they would pop up some jets, but nothing that was going to compete with anything we had. And think of it like this. We were flying F-18s, F-14s, F-15s, F-16s, and um, with not even what else, and X-117s, stealth fighters and bombers. So uh, nothing like the F-22 or the F-35. The F-22 Raptor is just, I have been watching video from the Middle East. They got these great videos. So Russian Soyuz MiG, right? He's cruising along advanced MiG too cruising along 
You see another you see another one come on, you see the clip to the videotape right underneath it's F twenty two. Just cruise. <laughs> and then you see him roll out like this and come and stops right here. You hear him coming radio. I think it's time for you to go home now, little boy. <laughs> and you see both the Russian jets just <laughs> either one of them do is there. But, but to prove a point, just um a couple of months ago, China was had a big fortilla down in uh, the South China Sea. And we rolled up one of our cruisers, uh, old-style Agus cruiser, right through the middle of the whole thing and parked next to their new carrier. And they had no idea we were there until we announced ourselves. They had no I remember that, yeah. We, we, could have sunk, we, we could have sunk their carriers. Just, it would have been horrible. What would that one? I mean, we would have lost that ship no matter what, but it would have done irreparable damage to their fleet. Um, they would have took out 10 or 12 ships easily. Uh, might have took out most of the fleet, so we took out the carrier without any real effort. Well, guys, carriers aren't real easy to sink, but uh, especially ours. Ours are designed to compartmentalize, so you can hit a carrier midship. Oh, it's going to break in half. No, it's not because one is too thick and it's too tall. And secondly, all the compartments next to it are closed, so they're airtight. So it's just a hole where there's no. It's got water and everything else is airtight. You can hit it four or five times and still not sink it. The Yorktown had been hit with three torpedoes and its entire deck blown off the top of it and still came into harbor under its own power. <laughs> Just to give you an idea. And those were old style carriers, nothing like what we have today. No. I know the weapons are nothing like we have today, but still. Um, Jimmy Lee, uh, I don't want to see this. I mean, if another war starts, so if North Korea starts a war with South Korea, the, the odds of this turning into something really nasty, really fast, has just gone up 200%. Um, oh, speaking of that, let me see if I can find the article right quick, and we'll go over that. I, I seen it earlier. Um, so the U.S. government has decided that we're talking about allowing drones to kill people on their own. Yeah, here it is. The Pentagon is moving towards letting AI weapons autonomously decide to kill humans. Now, in all the damn studies they've done on this and all the all the test projects they've done on this, it didn't work. They, they just shit a couple of times. They went back and killed their handlers because the handler wouldn't let them do what they thought was best to, to kill them, to get to the target. Uh, it's, it's, it's insane. But, you know, we're talking about building tens of thousands of these things at a time. And since we have more minerals and more things at, at our, our disposal than China does or Russia does, uh, we can probably build ten to thousands at a time. You got to remember, too, we're friends with Japan and South Korea. <laughs> we could be mass producing all over the place. Yep. Uh, the U.S. and China and others developing so-called killer robots. Critics are concerned about the development of machines that can decide to take human lives. I am too, Pete. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Um, so this is. There's going to have to be some kind of kill switches involved, which makes them vulnerable anyway. Uh, but just think, you, you send out 10,000 AI ships uh, just flowing through the sky. I mean, they're going to wreak havoc on anybody's army. Uh, you know, and, and you, what are you going to do? Start losing good pilots and good jets over you know, $10,000 drones? Remember, you don't have to have a state-of-the-art sophisticated drone to carry weapons or to carry bombs or even to move fast. You've got to keep that in mind. We've seen, we, in case you don't know, we have jet drones in the Navy now. 
there was a movie back about 20 years ago, 15 years ago, where the Navy was developing this really crazy jet with these drones that went along with it. Well, currently, the Navy's in the middle of developing a new Gen 6 crazy jet that they're saying can go into space. So we're going to have to wait and see about that. And um, it's going to have at least two to four drones that go with it, two-thirds its size. So not, you're not going to be facing one U.S. jet. You're going to be facing five. And you're going to be facing four that can pull any G at once. It's, it's not going to be affected by Gs. So the pilot, you won't have to worry about blacking out because it can use its drones. And a lot of this could put, put an auto mode like kill that, kill that, kill that, you know, mark the target, hit kill. And you don't have to do anything else. So it's, it's crazy technology. Yeah. I, I would think by now we would decide to do something different. Like there's this thing called peace, you morons. Okay. Let's stop trying to kill each other and start trying to heal each other. I Thank mean, you. Again, Christ. I mean, y'all got me cursing now. Jesus is going to come down and hit me in the head with something. Um, you already did, dude. <laughs> I mean, you know, the thing, I know, I know. The thing of it is, is, yes, I'm a Aquarius. It's true, but. Um, the thing of it is, this is just stupid. Yeah, All right. So two thirds of the world agrees on this, that we should have peace. It's not, it's not like the whole world's all effed up. It's really not people. You've got Russia and China, you've got Venezuela and Cuba, and you get North Korea and Iran and pretty much the rest of the world is like, screw you. Let's get the shit together and cure cancer and all sorts of other things. But no, we're going to let these dictators dictate what the whole world's going to do. You mean, yeah, in the old days, they might have took out Xi Jinping, but killing Xi is not the answer. No, it's not. And these drones look badass. I mean, okay. Uh, this is, um, this guy wants to date Sean, by the way. Ukraine military receives good news from multi-NATO countries, not multi-NATO allies. This is Lysinski, whatever the actor's name is. Uh, I said, you know, I, I, I have a hard time with an actor running the country, but since Ronald Reagan ran Oz, I got to give him a little bit more credit. And Reagan did, but Reagan had run California for eight years before he was president. Uh, Ukraine military boost their Western NATO allies this week. Kiev continues its mission to reclaim Russian-occupied territory in the war against Moscow. Additional plots includes approval armor and vehicles sent by Bulgaria. Uh, three other countries not mentioned here. Just this dude's, you know, this guy's building his own little freaking army over there. We might have to worry about him. Who's that? The Leginsky guy, the Ukrainian guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, North Korea says Kim Jong Kim saw a photo of U.S. base from spy satellite. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry. He should know where all hey, our hey, U.S. bases are at. Kim, look, I got. I'll make it easy for you. I got this thing called uh, Google Maps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go get on Google Maps, and you can see just as well. Yes. Because nothing that's worth the hell's getting out there. And the no-fly zone areas, if you fly over those, they just shoot it down. It's um, but even those you can't see because they're usually inside a base somewhere. Yeah, the U.S. don't screw around with that kind of stuff. Donald Trump's lawyer made one big courtroom mistake. Uh-oh, Donald. Donald, I love you, but you may be in jail. Ukrainian broke the blockade. Run, Ukrainian, run. Huh? That's a, that's a um, grain shipment. They got one out. 
They've been, uh, I think Russia's been blockading and won't let him out. Let's see. Impeachment trial could convince Biden to change his border policy, Rep. Dow Isis says. Oh, hey, Rep. Dow, I'm glad for you. This is a Democratic rep, by the way, if anyone wants to know. He's a California rep. Oh, what can you do? First of its kind, technology set to take over the globe, shipping milestones. So they got these new ships that, one, they can drive themselves. Two, they can draw energy from the water and from the air. Holy crap. So there's no fuel involved. They're not even explosive if they hit something. I mean, I'll do you know damage. He's, they're they're badass looking too. I don't I don't know. I mean, the world's a changing place, people. Iraq slams U.S. strikes that killed eight pro Iran fighters. Ooh, good killing freaking bastards. <laughs> what do you mean? How can I be peace, love, and light and tell people? Because look, don't okay. Rule one: Don't kill our people. We won't kill your people. It's that simple. I would think by now, you know, let me get the mic up close for this because so, sometimes I think some of my fans have lost their minds. So this is the United States. I mean, even in stupid TV movies from Europe, we're portrayed as like the, you know, the, like the taxi truck. Oh, American, you have gun, you know. <laughs> so why would you be surprised that you killed one of our people? We came and blew the shit up out of you. I don't even understand why you'd be surprised. Every American movie pretty much shows you that, and our responses to several things in the last two decades shows you that. Leave us to go alone, and we will leave you alone. Just leave us alone. But no, you can't do that. Iran's got to say, and and Iran is cowards. Iran, I want you to know this. You're fucking cowards, okay? I'm going to have to put a bigger disclaimer in the show. I know I'm bleeping them, but still you're cowards. Just like uh, my... No, Hamas is coward. So anybody who kills babies is past being a coward. Yep. Personally, I, I, see, I couldn't even be a soldier right now because if I ran into one of these son of a bitches who killed the babies, you won't even you don't even want to know what I do to them. You, I, I, and I can't even say it on the radio because it would be disgusting. But I'm I'm just telling you, it, it would not be a pleasant thing. How can you kill? I don't want to say how you kill a baby. Um. Touche, Kimberly. Uh, but I, I'm I'm not pro-abortion either. So, oh my God, Kimberly. Come on. Yes, I'm not anti either, but I'm not pro either. But that's for another show. Well, you know, we'll, we'll have the boys all together one night. I, we can't find any girls come host because they're scared. Yeah, yeah, they're scared. But anyway, getting back to Iran and its cowardly action, Hamas and its cowardly action. I mean, first off, you walk into a concert, you kill teenage kids. Going to a concert, you know, it's the ones that live, the, the scars are unbelievable. But I mean, still, I mean, it's just cowardly. You know, they're unarmed. I tell you what, Hamas, you try that shit down here in Louisiana. Because you know what? <laughs> half them people are going to be armed when you come up in there. You, you're going to, you just try that shit and find out how we'll be feeding your ass to the alligators. You ever yeah. notice they never, they never try this shit. Oh, so they did the Twin Towers. That was, that was harsh, man. And, and, That's you know, an inside job. Two, too, so. two, two countries got leveled for for doing that, but still, you know, we we could have got crazier. By the way, I got a new thing about the United States. From now on, from starting from this day forward, any territory we take, we keep. Because if we'd have kept everything we took at the end of World War II, we would have controlled three three quarters of the world. A simple nuke on Moscow, because uh, we could have we'd have, we'd have rolled over China with no problem. We would own. 
80, 80, 90% of the way. We might own all of it by now. And it would be a different place. We wouldn't have to have weapons all over the place. You know, I mean, all the money, think about all the money. So this year, between all the countries that build up militaries, they're going to spend, I think, about $2 trillion. It's this thing about you could spend $2 trillion every year on cancer research or getting homeless. And so there's no more homeless and no more border. Well, you know what? There wouldn't be borders anymore, would they? Nope. Uh, it'd be a different world. But no, y'all like this effed up back ass word. That's why aliens don't want to come here. They ride here and park and they go, oh my God, where are we at? This is like some <laughs> horror movie. <laughs> yeah, they probably think it's a horror movie. This planet is effed up. We can't even, come on. First off, I would imagine any planets that do serious space travel or one world, I, I doubt they're multiple countries. I doubt there are. Oh yeah, United States and China and Russia are going to try that. But you know who's going to be the most powerful force ever? Elon Musk. Yes, Elon Musk. He has done things that none of the most powerful countries ever to exist on this planet have tried to do. They can't do it. Xi Jinping bowed to his... his oh, yeah, she said just a couple of weeks ago when he was asked, um, how long do you think before you can land a spaceship like Elon? He said, at least a decade. He said, we bowed to his ingenuity. He said, he's brilliant. Um, and now it's a lot harder for him to get our technology out of our country to him right now, so he can't cheat as much. It's um, uh, The man's brilliant. You know what? And I, and I, don't, I shouldn't say it like that because he's brilliant in the way he does things. He's not, he's not the guy who invented the rocket. Oh, excuse me. He's not the guy who reinvented the rocket ship to get us out there. He's not the one. Uh, but you know, I, I heard, uh, was it yesterday or today that the spaceship flew? Does it? Yes. And um, Elon's guy. We love Elon. But then again, I guess it did fly because he didn't hear it in the news at all. Nothing. No, the only the only thing I heard about Elon, any rants with Elon, was something about some Swedish um, manufacturing company is going on strike, and he was ranting and raving at the main office because it's going to cost Tesla money. That that's the only thing I heard him ranting about. Uh, Jimmy Lee, uh, let me just see. No, we got lots of articles. They just, you know. Yeah, we already talked about that. We already talked about that. Some hot blonde. Let's see. China destroyer outlay set to rise amid tensions in the South China Sea. That's a that's that one of the destroyers. So it looks like a cheap version of one of America's. See, that's the problem with China's technology. It always looks like a cheap version of American technology. Let's see. Biden. Biden admin quit quietly developing settlement with groups seeking to tear down key power source. What? This one's a Fox News article, so you can no tell them what it is. Oh, wait. What do they want to do here? Uh, settlement and job groups advocate tearing down four hydroelectric dams. Why? why? Excuse me. Why would we tear down four hydroelectric dams? That just doesn't even make sense. It's They're probably paid for by now, which means it's free energy. Mm -hmm. Or as close to free energy as we can get. Well, who wrote that article, Joe? 
That comes from Fox. It says the Biden administration is quietly discussing potentially uh, far-reaching settlement with environmental groups to advocate for tearing down four hydroelectric dams in Washington to protect protect salmon. So, (laughs) well, wait, but no, they don't have to do that because they build them things as steps around them. I I don't understand this. Uh, I I learned this, and Jesus, when I was still in high and not even high school, grade school. So anytime they put in a dam, they put in a step system for the fish to get around the dam. Uh, they're all over the place. I've actually seen them personally. I, I don't know. Apparently something's going ignorant here. Because Joe Biden, anybody that cries at Joe Biden, he's like, oh, give me what you want. Leave me alone. I'll give you what you want. Um, oh, yeah, Ronnie. Let me tell you about that. So so y'all know how big uh, like the Gerald Ford is, right? It's massive, isn't it, right? So, you know, the Princess line is like two and a half times the size of that freaking aircraft carrier. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I am. Wow. <laughs> I was wow. like, damn. Um, the Princess line, man. Come on. <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think I would enjoy being on uh, one of them cruises, Joe. I really no, don't. I don't like I, it. I know. I wouldn't so, like it. It's different. When you've been on on board like an aircraft carrier, see, even if it doesn't matter what ships you've been on a Navy, Navy ships travel harder and deeper in the water so they don't roll around as much. But when you're on a carrier, unless it's like 12 foot waves out there, you don't even notice the waves. You're nope. just cruising along. They, I mean, it's just, it doesn't, because they're designed so planes can take off of them while they're cruising and usually cruising around 30 knots, which is, what is that, about 45 miles an hour? Um, was it not one and a half miles if I remember right? One and three. I don't know. It's been a while, but yes. So you don't, you just don't notice them. And now these big, big carriers, which so the Nimitz was a big ass carrier. Yep. And, and, and the day when I was on, it was the biggest thing afloat as far as carriers went. And now the Gerald Ford, this thing could fit on the Gerald Ford's deck. The Nimitz could, it could fit on the deck. Um, wow. It's a big ass carrier. Uh, I did read the one about the uh, what is it, New York to London in less than two hours now. New supersonic jets are going to be available. Yes, I, I seen that. I also seen about the new supersonic jet that the U.S. is building. So we're building a new bomber. Y'all going to love this, and it should be out in less than two years. So this bomber can fly into space and appear anywhere in the world in less than fifteen minutes, anywhere. Oh wow! There ain't no stopping it because it's in space. It just goes into orbit and it's going against the planet. So so it's cruising at how many ever thousands of miles in, in the opposite direction of the planet's cruising. The planet's cruising the other way in 63,000 miles. So it's traveling roughly going and coming around eighty to 90,000 miles an hour. So, I mean, it's whatever target is just coming up in a blink of an eye. I know, and it can come out anywhere, people. It's a thing. It can come out anywhere. It can launch from anywhere in our country and different pr- 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 directives and launch. I don't know how fast it's going to be, but if you're going to get to any target at 15 to 20 minutes, let's see, a ballistic missile, a, a, a standard cruise ballistic missile, not a cruise missile, but a, uh, can get to Moscow in about 35 minutes from launch to detonation. So, uh, this thing's got to be doing twice the speed of an intercontinental ballistic missile. Wow. Jeffrey, you'd have to go look it up. I don't know, I don't know what the speed is. <clears throat> I, I don't know. Um, you mean, 
why is there so much sympathy for the Palestinians? Is that what you're asking? Because this isn't the Palestinians. This is Hamas. This isn't the Palestinians that did this, started this shit. They're paying the price because they let some morons get. So they had another group lead them. That group obviously was cowardly and couldn't hold its power. So Moss comes in and takes over and just, and what gets me, and I know the Palestinian people aren't this stupid, but they had to have known killing babies and kids and teenagers was going to be a serious retaliation. I mean, how could you have not known that? And we know that Hamas uses hospitals and schools and all to house uh, um, weaponry and stuff. It's not even something new. They've been doing it. I don't. I don't. I didn't hear if they gave back the hostages. I haven't seen any articles on it. Sooner or later, this is going to turn into a thing like it did for Jimmy Carter. Uh, the the candidates are going to start talking about when are we getting our hostages back? What are there? Twenty seven or thirty seven American hostages? No, I mean it was less than that when Carter had them. It's going to come out sooner or later. People will start pushing. Well, we need we need to balance the planet out. I don't know if the Israelis will ever let the Pakistanians ever have any kind of armed government inside their country ever again. Um, and they really probably shouldn't. There shouldn't be any military weapons or anything like that allowed into Palestine ever again. Just one, And what do they need them for? They're in the middle of Israel. Israel's hey Joe, f- I, Joe, I'm sorry. I got to go. Oh, okay. get on out of here, baby. Get some rest. I'll talk to you. Um, you. I'll send you. When I get off the air, I'll send you with the final was on the, on, on the other show. All right. Thanks, brother. All right. Be good, baby. All right, brother. Good night, everybody. All right. Half a kilo of cosmic nuclear fuel uh, reignites NASA's deep space dreams. So we're going to talk a little bit about Russia and um, a lot been going on. So Russia's economy is about to just, it, I mean, literally it's about, and when it does, it's going to kind of drag China's down because China's been cutting deals with Russia to buy cars and to get hold of other products because China has pretty much been cut off from Europe and the United States. Um, and we're getting even more and more where we're cutting them off even more and more. So, you know, where China was forecasting all this big money, now they're not because they've been cut off. Then it's something China and Russia needed to realize, too, that they don't control the money of the world. The free world does. America and Europe controls the money world, about $70 trillion of it, maybe even $80 trillion of it. So if you want to be part of this world and be successful, you have to deal with these people on their terms. And really and truly, the way Russia and China do business, most people just don't want to do business with them. Well, think about China. They've sent us over bogus products for our dogs. They killed some dogs. Bad baby formula for our babies. I mean, these these are things close, near, and dear to us, and they're killing them or making them sick or something else. It also shows how far behind they are. They were sending us cars with lead paint in them and stuff. I think what we took the paint out of lead in the 70s off the market, I mean, for as far as toys and stuff go. And out of house, I think it was the seventies. I know I've never personally worked with any except for removing it. So, 
Now, there's also other problems. As the economy crashes more and more in Russia and things get more and more expensive and harder to get, I mean, think about it. Russia's not even able to get real cheese for a while. Yeah, and they're not that far from the Scandinavian countries, and, and still, they're they're because they're cut off. They were talking about um, if you snuggle in a block of cheddar, it's an ungodly amount of money. It's like $25,000 or something, $35,000. Yeah, it's just unreal. Oh, I did see that one. I don't know what it was about, though, but I did see the one. Uh, it was uh, Russia warns of crisis with, uh, let me think if I can remember, uh, crisis at Arctic border with Finland. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah. Well, because you, what you're going to have is, is people from, that's what I was getting to, they're going to be, um, Actually, it's where it actually, I'm glad you brought it up because it actually segues into what we were just talking about. So, because the economy is so bad in Russia, you're going to have people sneaking across the border. Russia is going to start bleeding people. You can't blame them. Do you want to live there? I mean, you think we got inflation? Shit, we ain't got nothing on them. I think they're like 80% or something. It's just ridiculous. The ruble's not worth anything in their own country or any else place in the world. Well, that's one of the places they, they're going to be crossing it is Finland. And it's not just Russians you got to worry about. You got other, all these other Middle Eastern people leaving, just like you got here. We got, I mean, originally they said it was one million people with Joe Biden. Now they say it's four million people who have crossed the borders. Did anyone ever stop to think that some of these people, even half these people or more, could be, you know, a fifth column? And if y'all don't know what a fifth column is, that's just an insurgency into our country uh, from another group. Yeah, I mean, we're not even checking them. And once you're here and get an ID and you don't have any warrants, and you can get a damn gun. We just gotta we just gotta do better than this. I mean, really. There doesn't have to be any illegal boarding crossings. And for everybody who comes to this country legally, it's just a slap in the face when we let illegals come across. I mean, these people worked hard to become part of this country. And you're just, oh, well, we'll just let anybody come in because we're just dumbasses. Well, I mean, it's, we, we just, we got to do better. I mean, we can't, we can't just let our, our borders just stand. Now we got Canadian problems. Yeah, so even as dangerous as the, the South American border is, the Canadian border is where they got in and blew up the two buildings. Yeah, the people who learned how to fly, no, they came from Canada. No, I mean, they're not, they weren't Canadians. They were from the Middle East, but they got in through Canada. And right now we've got an insurgency in from Canada. Well, we had some weird stuff going. First, you had the guy who's trying to break into Canada, and then they they caught these 500 people in, um, where was it, Maine or somewhere? And then... Five or six hundred people over by Seattle. Oh. Our economy is probably a little better than Canada's is, but still. I don't know why you want to be breaking in this country. 
I mean, I do if you're from South America. I just mean, I don't know why Canadians want to be. And, and I don't think they're Canadians. I think really all they are is people who came to Canada because Canada's got really relaxed um, laws and letting people in the country. And once they get there, they're coming into the United States. Well, I don't know. We're just going to have to see where it goes, but... Uh, and making me nervous to get all these people just being turned loose all over the place. Um, you're talking about the F-35? All I can tell you, I don't care what branch of the military you're in or what, um, what country you're in. I would not want to be on the other end of an F-35. The only way I would get on the other end of F-35 is if I was an F-22. Other than that, no. <laughs> Just no. Uh -uh. China's got cool planes. Russia's got cool planes. But the F-35 is rules the skies right now. The F-22 would be the one that rules the skies. But for some reason, they, they wanted to make more of the F-35s. They're cheaper. Easier to make. Single engines. The F-22 is a beast, it, most of our double-engine aircraft have always been a beast. It's the Phantom, the F-14, the F-15, the F-22. They, they're all been beasts. I mean, they just... Well, one, they got an extra power plant, so they got more power, so they can get away with more stuff. They can carry a co-pilot, more weapons, and they're fast as hell. And in this case, stealthy as hell. The F-22 is just super stealthy. So NASA receives a message laser beam from 10 million miles away in major breakthrough. So a while back, a young man who was looking for planets uh, found a laser beam that every few months was hitting our planet. Uh, looked like some type of communication. So they've been, they've been into this for a while now. Now finally NASA got hold of one. Most powerful cosmic ray strikes Earth from mysterious unknown origins. Well, where did it strike? <laughs> Pardon this gaslighting us about natural gas. I'm sorry, I can't. I, I can't. I got to leave that one alone. About uh... okay. What the hell is this? The looming threat. Of Israel's nuclear option. What nuclear option? They can't nuke Palestine. I mean, it's inside their own territory. Well, no, I mean, really. You, you, all you do is con contaminate your own territory. Yeah, no, this is probably some bogus article somebody's writing to just fear monger, but unless they're talking about they're going to use it against like Iran or somewhere like that. Well, um, you know, Donnie, I don't remember, but it was, it's in the top five or top six in the world. The Israeli army, guess. Just because it's small, don't mean it ain't badass. It's, I think it's fourth or fifth strongest in the world with all of its equipment and everything. And remember, Israel may only have 28 million people, but all of them have served in the military. Well, not all of them, but most of them. Yes, so it's a little different. They've got like 20 million soldiers ready to go fight. Nobody got, even China ain't got 20 million ready to go fight. Uh, the, 
oh, China could feel the big army really fast. But that doesn't do you any good. So let's say China fields 50 million people. America will use one nuke, and now they're 50 million people short and 50 million weapons short. And remember, it's not just fielding the size of the person. you got to field all the equipment and food that goes with it. An army that size would just almost be impossible to maintain, especially for a co- country that would be cut off from the world because it was at war. Yeah, China imports a lot of stuff. A lot. Especially when it comes to making high-end equipment. Well, you could, and I don't know if people keep talking about nukes. Once a nuke gets loose, it's not going to be easy to stop them. I don't know, Johnny, what, but there's a lot of stuff going on. There's going to be a lot more going on before all this settles down. Well, you got Joe Biden half time doesn't know where he is. Um, there's so many big decisions that got to be made. And then, like I was saying earlier, what happens when everybody starts talking about how we're going to get the prisoners back? Well, if I remember the old days with Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan and all the other candidates, Reagan said, I guarantee you I will have them back within the first week. Now, he never said if they were going to be dead or alive, but he said he'd have them back in the first week. And uh, and Iran knew that he was coming for them. Ronald Reagan wasn't going to have a screw-up like Jimmy Carter did. Uh, Ronald Reagan was going to come in and, and take our people back one way or another. So Iran, Iran knew because of that, if they resisted, they would probably start a war and then they'd lose their country. Well, because the Middle East is, has lived like that for so long with that tribe mentality, it's hard for them to break that. You know, they you know they they want to have that rule like tribes, but they need to be democracies if they're going to ever survive. Because look at the Middle East. Middle East has been the uh, boil on the world's ass for well since it's existed six thousand years at least. We'll say ten thousand. It needs to be lanced. It's time that boils big and rotten and spoiled. And it needs to be lanced. Um, they've proven over and over and over and over. Not all of them. Dubai, uh, or the Arab Emirates, I should say, uh, Saudi Arabia, even Egypt, they all seem to be, even Turkey's trying to chill. But you still have all the little shithole countries, and then you have Iran, who's stirring them all up. And you used to have Iraq and Afghanistan. Iraq is controlled by us, and Afghanistan is controlled by... um, whichever one of the ones we blew the living hell out of. Yes, I mean, it's just, it's insane. And it shouldn't have to be this way. I mean, this is 2023, people. It's not like this is 1923 or 1903 or 1823. This is literally 2023. We shouldn't even be having this discussion. We should be talking about... um, how our next uh, uh, interstellar planet landing was going to be, how our next colonization was going to be. We really literally shouldn't be talking about the crap we're talking about right now. It's, uh, it's just one of those things.
Yeah, unfortunately. It's unfortunate that that's where we are in today's world. I don't know. I, I would, I would, I would seriously like to see change in our world. I mean, some kind of real hardcore change, something that really makes you uh, say, "Wow, we've actually reached." I'm not necessarily talking about technological change. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be technological change. Yes. Anyway, uh, we got a quick break coming up, and we'll be right back. So I want everyone to hang on to that for a second. And uh, I'll see you all in three or four minutes. Yes. Well, no, in about three or four minutes. <laughs> okay, I'll see you all then. Uh, stay out of trouble for three minutes, and we'll be right back, people. Well, the eagle's been flying slow, and the flag's been flying low, and a lot of people saying that America's fixing to fall. But speaking just for me, and some people from Tennessee, we got a thing or two to tell you all. This lady may have stumbled, but she ain't never failed. And if the Russians don't believe that, they can all go straight to hell. We're gonna put her feet back on the paths of righteousness and then God bless America again. And you never did think that it ever would happen again. In a very good future, you never did think that we'd ever get together again. We're damn sure food, you were walking real proud and we're talking real loud again. In America, you never did think that it ever would have happened again. From the sound up in Long Island, out to San Francisco Bay, and everything is in between them is our home. And we may have done a little bit of fighting amongst ourselves, but you outside people best leave us alone. Cause we'll all stick together, and you can take that to the bank. That's the cowboys and the hippies and the rebels and the yanks. You just go and lay your hand on the Pittsburgh Steelers band. And I think you're going to finally understand. And you never did think that it ever would have happened again. In a very good future, you never did think that we'd ever get together again. With damn show food, you were walking real proud and we're talking real loud again. In America, you never did think that it ever would have happened again.
1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. I'm Lee Grant, Abe Lincoln. I remember the Alamo, the Maine, and Pearl Harbor. When freedom called, I answered and stayed until it was over over there. I left my heroic dead in Flanders fields and on the rock of Corregidor, on the bleak slopes of Korea, and in the steaming jungles of Vietnam. I am the Brooklyn Bridge, the wheat lands of Kansas, and the granite hills of Vermont. I am the coal fields of the Virginias and Pennsylvania, the fertile lands of the West, the Golden Gate and Grand Canyon. I am Independence Hall, the Monitor. I am the Merriman. I'm big. I sprawl from the Atlantic to the Pacific. My arms reach out to embrace Hawaii and Alaska. Three million square miles. I'm more than three million farms. I'm forest, field, mountain, desert. I'm quiet villages, and I'm cities that never sleep. You can look at me and see Ben Franklin walking down the streets of Philadelphia with his bread loaf under his arm. You can see Betsy Ross with her needle. You can see the lights of Christmas and hear the strains of all lane sign as the calendar turns again. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPR and discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order. Place your order. Oh, man. Mm. Yes, I got to watch all them damn patriotic songs. Lord have mercy. Eventually, three of them will settle down to be our, our opening, middle, and closing breaks. Um, we'll see which ones they'll be. Well, I still got to ask permission to use them all. What is that reason? So, getting back to what we are talking about, Russia right now is in, is in dire shit, and that's as politely as I can say it. Uh, China is going to try to bail them out somewhat, but if China attaches too much of their economy to them, China will find itself also in deep shit. And the problem for China is, you know, Russia got 180 million people with the largest – Large, no, China's largest country in the world. Uh, pretty good. Uh, even over Canada, it's pretty nice size. It's, it is by far the largest country in the world with Canada falling second and the United States falling third. China's got... China's about the same size as the continental U.S., just like I think Brazil is. They're about the same size. We just got Alaska, <laughs> which is like half the size of our country. 
Yes, for whatever kind of deal trade that was, Russia gave us. So that was, a, but anyway, um, right now Russia's in deep trouble. So will Putin try to hold the world hostage with nuclear weapons? So he might decide to launch two or three nukes and say, "Okay, look, I need this, this, and this to quit launching these nukes." It depends who's president of the United States. Um, some of the it's going to depend who's president of the United States and if any nukes he launches at us gets through. Just because he launches nukes at us isn't a guarantee that they're actually going to hit anything in our country. So say he launches three missiles or five missiles or ten missiles and we shoot them all down. Um, is that a reason to retaliate with nuclear weapons? Technically, it would be. It just depends what president it is. We may decide, and we wouldn't even launch. That's the sad part. We wouldn't even launch an intercontinental ballistic nuke. Uh, we'd either launch them from a submarine or off of a ship really close by. It wouldn't even be an intercontinental ballistic. It'd probably be a cruise missile, probably aiming at Moscow or something like that. Maybe one of the new hypersonic missiles with a five kiloton nuke on the tip of it. Um, maybe a neutron bomb. Who knows? But the, the problem for us is we'd probably go that route. Or we'd call up our friends in England and say, hey, guys, can you take care of this? We're, remember, the United States and Britain's militaries are very close together. Our economies, it's one of the reasons Britain got out of the out of Brexit, because it, their economy is better with ours than it is with Brexit. I mean, with I'm sorry, with the uh, European economy. It does better with us. Yeah, it's, they're just, we're a better trading partner for them, that's all. Um well, you know, because we're, they were trying to make the European alliance, they were trying to make a country like America with all the other countries, which is a good idea. I mean, you know, we have, you know, they get 50 states together, and as long as we're all friends, it's a really good idea. Because eventually those two countries would become one country. Yeah. Just like the Americas, the PACs, we have the America PACs. So you have the North America PAC, which is the United States. It's the United States, Canada, and Mexico. And then you have the Americas Pact, which is all the rest of the Americas. And we have certain agreements and certain rules about doing certain things with certain countries. Uh, and it seems to work pretty good for us, with the exception of Venezuela. Even Cuba, if it could, would play along. It's just, well, Castro's not got that much longer, another five years maybe. And then uh, I think the granddaughter's going to take over, and then things might change. Might change. It's a, you know, might. Well, frankly, I never understood. I mean, Cuba's inside our international waters. And I never understood why we never just went and took Cuba. I mean, it's inside of our coastal waters. It's only 75 miles uh, from Key West, and which means at the lowest key, I think it's 60, 60 miles or something. It's inside of our waters. It's, it's technically, it should be ours. And if we take it, that extends out to some of the other islands out there. Yeah, America did it right. It could control all the way across the Gulf of Mexico and the Mediterranean. It should all be ours. All of that should be No, not the whole world. All of that should be ours. Well, I don't know where we're going to go with all of this, but if Putin starts dropping nukes, shit's going to hit the fan really quick. I'm glad I live where I'd live. The odds of seeing a nuke around here is... Uh, 30, 70. There are military bases. 
there's a CB base and a Navy and an Air Force base and a and a NASA base. No, but they're not really those kind of targets. Now, what we might have to worry about is like an invasion from the Gulf. I mean, I live on the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, because I'm a die, because I'm a shooter. As many of them I can shoot with the guns I own. <laughs> I feel like, ah, it's going to be like a freaking movie, like Scarface or some shit. <laughs> oh, man. It's, where to, where to, and Israel, what I'm scared of what's going to happen to Israel is somebody's going to get a suitcase nuke and smuggle it in Israel and detonate a suitcase nuke, which is about five kilotons. That's a, that for a country as small as Israel, that's that might start World War Three. The U.S. would flip out over it. Oh no, the U.S. would flip out. Uh, we'd instantly go start killing people. Oh yeah, we would probably take the Middle East over in a, just a matter of months. And I'm not sure we wouldn't use nukes doing it. Yeah, we might nuke Iran right off the bat, especially if we think it came from there. Boom. No, because you can't go blowing up our friends like that. We we just we're just not into that. It would be for us. It would be the same as if you nuke London. We'd flip out over that too. What do you mean? Do you mean Germany? I don't know if we'd flip out as much over Germany. Germany started two wars. I, mean, I don't know. I think we get more upset about London and, and Israel first. I I don't have nothing against Germans. I like German people. But they did start two wars. <laughs> two big wars, too. Not two little wars, two big wars. Uh, the last one was it 53 million or something? Yeah, that's a lot of people did. You I mean any war to any world war today, minimum is gonna be five hundred million dead. And if that's if we don't get crazy with nukes. If we get crazy with nukes, you can look at several billion dead. Because remember there's eight billion of us on here today. Well, I think when I was a kid there was two billion people on the planet. So I'm 60 years old, so think of it that way. How many more have joined the world? I don't know. Um, no, hold on. Let me, let me. Oh, shit. Sorry. Let me grab this. All right. Shh, you can't go tell people. I'm actually 54. Uh, let's see. Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? I seen it just a minute ago. So, oh, you mean, yeah, I did see that one. So I seen something the other day, or actually yesterday, about uh, Obama loyalists surrounding President uh, uh, President Obama, uh, trying to help him to, not President Obama, sorry, President Biden to try to help him. So it actually says Biden loyalists around, around President after former uh, Obama uh, advisors starts warning them about, you know, you better pull it together or you're going to lose it. Because right now his poll numbers are... I wouldn't want to be him. Let's put it that way. Study finds that true cost of owning an electric vehicle equates to 17 cents per gallon. Yes, it, you know that's probably true. And you want to know why? Because you only get to drive like 400 miles a day. So my little Camry, <clears throat> which drive gets 36 miles to the gallon. Every tank is about 500 miles. And even even a Bad prices day. It takes about 50 bucks. It should be around 20. It was around 50. So I get 500 miles out of every 50 bucks. You know, and then I usually, and I'll drive, you know, maybe a thousand miles in a day and still have gas in my car. 
and not have to let my car charge for two and three and four hours so I can go drive 250 miles. Electric cars are dumb, at least in today's technology. Plus, they're dangerous, and they're polluting the planet far worse than gas cars was. People, before you ever preach to me about an electric car, go look at its carbon footprint. It is bigger than a rig's. Actually, currently right now, the current electric car's carbon footprint is about three times the size of an 18-wheeler running, I think, uh, on a full workload schedule. Well, first you got to go, and it's doing harm to the planet. You got to go strip mine for lithium. Well, I don't hear nothing about that, man. We're strip mining for lithium. I hear fracking for oil all day long. We're not going to talk about stripping for lithium. Oh, and you know, y'all, y'all remember when your lithium phone batteries blew up in your phone? You know, they blow up in cars too, by the way. And plus, these things have got to be dealt with after them, your usefulness, and they're not that useful for that long. Best one's 10 years. They're saying more like five to seven years per battery. These batteries are outrageously expensive. So, yes, it's going to be far more than 17 cents a gallon. Don't let them bullshit you. I always tell people to get, to get, do your research. Then don't, just don't bullshit yourself. Do your research. See what it actually is. You'll find currently right now, electric cars are far more expensive than gas cars are. And they're doing probably more harm to the environment than gas cars are. Anytime you strip mine anything, and if you've got multiple strip mines, because right now we need this lithium, not just, remember, not just for our cars, but for our phones. So we're strip mining all over the place. You know, that's doing all kind of damage to the environment. We don't care about that. I need my cell phone. We don't want to talk about strip mining anything when it comes to my cell phone or my car. Oh, my God, no, we can't talk about that. Jesus, no, man, that's like the end of the world, people. What hypocrites y'all are. Oh, I want my electric car. I don't care that it's killing animals and birds and polluting the water around the mines and stuff. I just want my electric car. Today, drilling for oil is such a good science. You know, we've seen what happened. There's been two big disasters in the last 30 years. And even those, they cleaned up pretty good. Down here, that last big spill, there's no, no remnants of any oil left anywhere. Uh, the states are regularly checking. They they dredge the different bayous and stuff for oil uh, because if they find it, they get money. So yeah, they're hoping they find it, but they're not. You mean that message from, you know, it's not the first time we've got a message from deep space, a beam from deep space, a laser beam from deep space. Because somebody said, you know, while you know, laser beams travel at the speed of light, so if uh, Proxima is like 3.8 light years away and you're using a laser, especially one packed with information, it'll get here in 3.8 light years and you can read it or do whatever, what it is. As far as we know, it might be a transporter beam. We just don't know what they are. Uh, But it is interesting that we're getting them and more and more they're seeming to be regular. Uh, They don't seem like they're coming from a pulsar or anything like that. Uh, It seems like something out there and some of them are quite far away, are trying to communicate with – and you know what? We don't even know if they're trying to communicate with us because the beams are just out there. And they might be hitting us because we are in a certain position every so often. And there the beam is. Uh, Earth has been struck by a laser from almost 10 million miles away. NASA has confirmed. Good thing it was not a bad laser, like one of the death rays or something. Just think if somebody launched a laser from 10 million miles away and it just accumulated more and more power as it went along. 
<laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That's that's doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. Well, we keep finding more and more stuff in space. So we found yet another planet. They think there might even be a planet inside our, our, our inside the inhabitable uh, another planet that's habitable inside our solar system. I can't wait to hear the bullshit on this. Uh, but anyway, they think they found two other habitable planets not far away from us. Yes. Well, right now we don't we don't have the means to communicate with it because it takes too long to get there and get back. Well, if somebody was alive at Proxima, I think we'd know by now. I mean, we've been beaming shit there for a long time and nobody's beamed anything back, at least not that I know of. You mean Dark Knight Satellite? Um, we ain't got enough time in this show for that, but um, the Dark Knight Satellite's interesting. It's, I've uh, uh, seen enough sources that I know something's there. Uh, according to rumors, it is at least ten to 12,000 years old or older. It has been sitting in stationary orbit in this particular part of our uh, over our planet for a long time. A long, long time. Well, I just said ten to twelve thousand years or more. They don't know what it's for, and it seems to be unapproachable uh, because most of the time when ships get close to it, their power starts cutting out and acting squirrely, and um, it seems to be protected. It's it might just be a monitor station. Somebody's just sitting up there watching us. You may not even be anybody alive in the thing. It might just send a, be a relay of whatever whatever things they have watching our planet. Well, this is humans in 1908. This is humans in 1608. This is humans in 1408. Well, it ain't much difference. They're still pretty stupid. Um, they get to watch all of our art and literature develop and a lot of other things develop. I'm sure along the way they'd be going, well, if you did this, don't stop it, you should go this way, go this way. But we don't really listen all that well. We don't know what it is. It's just supposed to be, uh, It's they say satellite, it's pretty damn big, whatever it is. Uh, oh, it's not like a mothership or anything like that, but it's, it's, it's like, I don't know if you had to put it into a ship. I don't really think it could be like the space station, I guess, except designed like a ship. It's big enough to hold quite a few people, but uh, there have never been any signals out of it or anything, that, at least any, any signals anybody knows about. It just seems to be sitting there parking, scanning our planet. And it does seem uh, there have been NASA's confirmed at least, well, at least three occasions uh, that we've talked to people saying that they've picked up uh, powered beams coming from the thing pointed at our planet. Maybe it's something that makes us pissed off all the time. Maybe we should go find out what it is because that's what makes us angry at I'm thinking it's just a, a station that's monitoring our planet. What do you, you know, I don't know how they know how long it's been up there because I forgot, I think it was the very first astronaut in space who was a Russian who actually seen it first and made the first report. But the Americans didn't find that out, I think, until uh, much later on. No, it was, it was still, there was still the Soviet Union when they found that, but it was much later on. It was the 50s or 60s or something. And uh, that's when it, but the U.S. had already – no, the U.S. hadn't seen it yet. They thought they might have. But remember, we didn't put people in space until – let's see, when the Russians? I think the, the Russians were, uh, what, a couple of months, maybe a year before us, and we were like a year, year or two after that, we started going back and forth. 
No, before that, as far as I know, nobody knew it was up there. There might have been some bounce back from radar signals, but no one actually had seen it. Now, after that, after, say, 67 and up, it was being seen on a regular basis. Anytime they went orbit, uh, they could see it. And today, with all the stuff up there, it can be seen, but no one points any any satellites that you and I can see it, as far as I know. And there are probably satellites pointed at it, monitoring it like it's monitoring us, but nothing that they let us see. Mm. Just some satellite parked up there, some low end. Hell, it might be Elon might be looking at it. Elon kind of deflects the alien question most of the time. Like, no, no, it's not that he don't he don't he doesn't want to tell you they're not real. He just don't want to talk about them because people start thinking he's an alien. Yeah, I, I don't know, guys. I like Elon. I mean, he's, I think he's done a lot of great stuff. I don't like him screwing around inside of people's brains, but we'll just have to keep an eye on that in case he decides to go dark side with us or something. Uh, you just never know. You never know what, what sends somebody over the edge and, and make them go dark side. <laughs> no. um, uh, Jimmy Lou, I, I haven't seen him lately. Um, there's a lot of stuff that has not been in the news. There's been stuff about Trump and and stuff about, oh, you know, gag order this, gag order that. I, I'm not worried about Trump right now because win, lose, or draw, Trump's getting appeals. Uh, and even if the circuit courts don't want to give him appeals because some of them are all liberals, the Supreme Court's going to appeal it. So any any way it goes, this this will be out of the way for the election. Um, yeah, well, it doesn't matter if they found him guilty. If it's under appeal, it doesn't matter. It's under appeal. Yeah, well, you got to wait till the appeal is gone, and then you got to go through another trial before you can find out they're guilty. And by then, he'd already be in office. I know Vegas had him winning the presidency last time I had checked. Now, I haven't looked in the last week or two, but last time I had checked, uh, they had him winning the uh, election. Well, one guy had him winning the election, but serving uh, president from jail. <laughs> uh, I don't know how that would work. I don't even know you'd put a president in jail. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, how would you do that? I mean, he's got to have a secret service with him. I mean, really. I mean, he's got to have a secret service with him. Well, so what you're going to have, like, half the prison guarding off because you got to – that's just not going to work. Uh, anyway, we'll have to wait and see about all of that. Let's see. Latest polls on – well, these came in on – November 20th of 2023. Uh, let's see what this one is about. This one is a Rosman's. Let's see. Does Joe Biden tell the truth? 55% said no. 45% said yes. Look at that. Oh, my shit. I don't believe that crap. Um, okay. Here is the economist. And this is, what is this? This is how good is the economy? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Holy crap, this is bad. Uh, this is 36% say it is good. Well, 60 whatever percent. This is just says 60% disapprove. Uh, and then we have, oh, 
This is the approval rating on Congress. So your Congress right now, your House and your 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 House and your Senate, current approval rating is nineteen percent. Nineteen percent. Now, here comes Joe Biden's approval ratings. We're going to love these. Let's see how these work out. So anything above 38% is probably a lie. We'll give them a 40. So let's see. Here we go. This is taken on the... This was taken on the 21st. His approval rating was 44%, 54% disapproved. Ooh. This was taken by the Economist on the same day, 40% approve. Ooh. Emerson College, 38 disapprove. American Research Group, 38 disapprove. American Research Group, 37 disapprove. Hmm. Well, that's four of them are under 40%, one and two of them above. Uh, let's see what we got here. This is putting me night-night to reading these things, guys. Let's see. As far as anybody running against Trump in his own party, that doesn't look likely. And the only person running against Biden is Wilson, and Biden 65%, Wilson is 5%. But, of course, we still haven't seen our good friend Kennedy out there and what he's up to. He's been staying on the down low. Let's see. Even on the liberal polls... They have the Democrats and Republicans running dead even, which means the Republicans are running a little bit ahead. Anytime, anytime you're on a favorable poll for the the run of the, the particular party, you can tell. Uh, you can pretty much know it's going to be running. And if it's running that low against them, that's never a good thing. So uh, let's see here. Joe Biden's favorability, unfavorability, 61%, 55%. Oh man, let's see. Trump's <laughs> Trump's unfavorability fifty two percent and fifty three percent. Shit. Oh no, I shouldn't be laughing. It's and these. What are these two guys going to probably be president? Now you do have a a, a chance. Oh, you bullshit! No way, Harris has got forty percent approval rating. Where, where in the bleep did this come from? Uh-uh, I'm not, there's no way you're going to make me believe. So Harris has got a better proof rating than the president because on these two, he's at 37%. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, here she's got a 45% approval rating. Ooh, ooh, bullshit. Where's my little bullshit kid when I need him? Bullshit, 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 because this is bullshit. <laughs> I know. I'm y'all, guys. There's some bullshit going on here. Morning consultant, Trump versus Biden. Uh, Trump 53%, Biden 43%. Ooh, that's 10 points. Damn. Uh, here we go with another one of Joe Biden's approved ratings at 36%. This one's at 39%. I don't know. So Trump over Haley, 68-26. Trump over DeSantis, 69-24. Uh, yeah, Trump, uh, Trump, Trump, Trump. Ooh, wait, Trump, what's this? Oh, Democrats, Republicans, Democrats, 48, Republicans, 46. Damn, Democrats, y'all are in trouble. Because these are all liberal polls we're reading right here. 
for that guys um where am i i think i'm on 38 58 whatever the hell they're called let me go back and look where'd it go hmm. uh, what is it 538 is what it is yeah that's a pulse one right now well, there's lots of different polls you can go through. Yes, and, and I like to go through multiple polls. So I usually start out with the liberal polls first, and then we go from there. So what is this? Let's check this out right quick. Uh, strong, strong record of accomplishment. Trump 51%, Biden 41%. Holy moly, guys, y'all are in trouble. I don't even know what to think about that. That's, that's, that's. Uh, well, and that's the other thing. Does anyone want to get, shut up, John? Does anyone want to get on the stage with Donald? I mean, with uh, Joe Biden and debating? Would you not? I mean, uh, well, if you get make an ass out of him, you're going to piss the whole party off. I'm just saying, man. If, you, if that's that. You don't want to get on a party's bad side unless it's time for them. I mean, they really don't want him as president, but they don't really know how to get it out, how to stop it. Because right now, nobody else even has a prayer of winning this next election. Um, they say, oh, we'll put Newsom, but Newsom's numbers were bad, bad. And um, whereas the Republicans have two or three people who could win this election, the Democrats really don't this year. And, and they've got other problems that they have to contend with. Well, we'll see where it all goes, but currently the only thing that can treat Trump from being the next president of the United States is if somebody locks him in a deep, dark prison hole or he gets something against him that disqualifies him to run for president. Even though the judge in Colorado said he found him guilty of insurrection, which he I don't know why he did because it wasn't his job, uh, he still allowed Trump to be on the ballot that it did not go against the 14th Amendment, and he could be on a ballot. So now you get a judge saying he did insurrection, he can still be voted for. See, that's the problem with all of this. Um, so let me do it this way. Let's say he's found guilty in three or four of these things. So I didn't know you could run for president with a felony, but you can. I didn't think you could. And again, if he wins, he can pardon himself. Oh, yes, he can pardon himself. So he can get out of that right away if he wants to. Or he can simply just do his four years because by the time he gets out from his four years, statute of limitation will have ended on everything and he won't have any other things to go about. That and he will have made some more friends in political areas that would have probably pushed him out anyway. So he's just got to not get anything against him that would disqualify him from running for president. Well, let's be honest. All of this was kind of bullshit the way they did this anyway. So three of the times he had to go to trial were just the night before they were due to a primary or the night of a primary. Come on, tell me that's not politically motivated. 
That should have been a lawsuit in itself. That guy should have had to been removed. The, the judge and two two of the judges have actually said hostile stuff about Trump while he was president. So they should have already recused themselves from this. So that's going to help Trump right out of the bat. The I don't I don't think the New York stuff's going to be a big deal. I think they're only talking about penalties if, even if he loses. Um, the D.C. stuff. They made a big deal of his insurrection, this and but there's no insurrection charges in the DC stuff. So none of that stuff even sounds like it's gonna be that big a deal. The one that's probably worse from is the one in Georgia, but I don't think the Georgia's gonna win that one, so I don't think the prosecutor's gonna win that one, so well, in places like New York and DC, they're gonna win no matter what, because it's it's a rigged game. Oh yeah, it's a rigged game. The whole, the whole bunch of it is a rigged game. And even when you ask Democrats right now, currently, when you poll Democrats and you ask them, do you think Donald Trump, this thing with Donald Trump is politically motivated, almost 60% say, I think it's 58% say yes. And that's Democrats. When you ask the Republicans, almost 90%. Um, because it is. It's politically motivated. The, just like the Russian thing was politically motivated to try to keep him out of that time, this is the same thing. They're doing the same thing. And this is the second time we're going to let the Democrats get away with this. Their party should be disbanded for this. Yes, it should be disbanded. After what Hillary Clinton did and then now this, it should be disbanded. Because this is cheating. Even, even, no matter how you go about this, this is cheating. Oh, what, what do you mean? Because none of the stuff we're talking about is of any real consequence. None of this is like he didn't kill anybody, he didn't harm anybody, he didn't steal anything from anybody. Uh, this is and wait, so I love this. So the judge in, in New York goes, "Well, this is what his property's worth," and everybody's like, "Well, how do you know? You're not a you're, you're not an appraiser. How the hell could you possibly know this?" So the, right off the bat, that that's just kind of funny. And then the banker goes, "Well, wait a minute now." We, he said, well, you know, he lied about it, and that's how you get the money. The banker said, that's not how that works. You do understand that, right? He had to qualify to get this money. He couldn't just go change in the wealth of his business. That's not enough. He has to qualify. There's other means besides just that. I mean, the, the pretty much after the damn uh, banker guy spoke, this trial should have been over, but they're, gonna, they're not, they're not going to, they're going to, they're just going to keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Because they don't want, because Trump was literally cleaning up the swamp and, and changing things, and he's changing things in a lot of places, not just in our country, in other places. I mean, Angela Merkel was over there buying gas from Russia, and he's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Kim Jong Un was threatening the world. He said, "What are you doing?" And Kim went and hid for three years. Think about it; he went and hid for three years. Um, and I didn't vote for the guy either time. Neither time. But out of all the choices we currently have, I would rather have him in the White House. Even even if he is a criminal, because I've never met a politician who wasn't, um, I would rather have him in the White House. And if he don't can't be him, I want I want DeSantis and Nikki Haley. That's who I want. Because I want people are gonna change shit and not just have this bullshit crap all the time. 
think about it. All it's going to go on, it doesn't matter what Republican wins. All you're going to hear is how bad he is, how he's stealing. How's, that's all you're going to hear from ABC, NBC, CBS, and they're part of the problem. They should be, in a lot of ways, we should start penalizing them when they do stuff like this because they report a lot of false news and a lot of fake news and a lot of misleading news. And I noticed NBC is really good about catfishing news about, or actually what they love to do is they'll write a big title up there. Uh, this, this Soviet bomb found here or found information. Anyway, when you get into the article, it's garbage. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of it. Who is that you're talking about? Uh, hold on. Well, I didn't see the article till just now till you just sent it to me. Well, if somebody's trying to talk to us, it's, it's going to be weird. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to talk to no extraterrestrials, there, Chris. You're like screw that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing, but that's just that's just too freaking funny. Chris said he doesn't want to talk to extraterrestrials. He said there's enough idiots on his planet without talking to extraterrestrials. Dilemma in the Ukraine. British Prime Minister of Defense announces. Critical situation. Putin says, give me my weapons or die. Oh, shit, huh? Well, look, Russia keeps pulling its weapons out and giving back territory. I'm just worried we're going to start seeing a low yield, like a two kiloton nuke come by. A cluster of sunspots 15 times bigger than the Earth could send solar storms our way for well, for a while. Oh, and then they had that big uh, magnetic field. I mean, not that big, that, that uh, electric burst that hit us the other day. Uh, uh, and where did you see these numbers at, Raw Story? Let's see. Uh, You know, that's another thing. We these pirates that operate in the south down there around uh the Cape of Matterhorn and around Africa and places like that, we really need to put it into that. I mean, really, we need to put it into that. I mean, we could easily put it into that. Holy crap, top prosecutor Hunter Biden subpoena uh faces thing wanting to know why it's taking so long. Oh, here we go. 20 to 40 million uh, gold mine of lithium found in the U.S. and could completely change the EV. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so what state is this? Uh, whatever state it is, your state's going to turn into a big uh, getting its ground ripped up in half. The U.S. NATO mission shows off firepower warning to Russia. We're here to kick your ass. You'll think the Ukrainians were bought. <laughs> you just don't know what we're going to do to you. And that's our girl part of the military. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, most powerful cosmic ray in decades ever science asking, what the heck is going on? Well, the universe is saying, What are you doing over there, little blue planet? We're gonna play we're gonna play pinball with you. Um what do you mean? Look, I I wish both wars would end. No, both wars right now. I have no problem. I, I'm, 
I hate seeing anybody's kids die for stupidity. Everybody who's dying over there are kids. It's it's not like the old guys are out there killing each other. It's the little 18, 19, 20, 20 year old, 25 year olds, uh, the ones that are talked into doing truck bombs and stuff like that. The ones that are, that Israel are losing. These are kids, and they shouldn't have to die for stupidity. No, I mean they shouldn't have to die for stupidity. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see how it goes. But right now, I mean, the people over. So first off, it was babies and kids and unarmed civilians that died, and now it's your your young, not your young personally, but you know your eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one year old dying now uh, because the for what reason? And why did this happen? Yeah, and nobody's answered either one of those questions. Uh-oh. Engineers create new battery to replace lithium ion. Go, go, baby, go. I can't wait to see that. U.S. Navy high-tech war. Tremarins are finally going up against China. Oh, these are just those. These are electronic vessels. Oh, shit. <laughs> China, you better go home now. It's, um, guys, I mean, it's just time for the wars to stop and we need to prosper as a world. I mean, I'm telling you, do you know how many diseases would be gone today? The aging process would probably be slowed. The average probably would live three, four, five hundred years without any problems. They may have even been able to stop it. They, I know they found how to have to stop telomeres just recently, even how to expand them. So they could, they could actually de, de age you and, Stop them from aging again or get growing short. So you live forever, unless you got some kind of disease or somebody shot you or some shit. But um, you wouldn't cancer would be cured. Most diseases would be cured. It would be like living in a freaking paradise. There would be no starving people, no homeless people. And so, and why do we keep the planet like this? Are you telling me all eight billion of us? I guarantee you, if you could vote. Have a worldwide vote on all eight billion people, we would vote to change things, but we can't, so it's not going to happen. I, I don't know, people. I just get tired of it sometimes. I find it, I find it aggravating. Um, I just find it aggravating that that we still at this point. Uh, uh, I'm at the age I am today. And we're still doing the same things we were doing when I was a kid. And if I go back and look at when my grandfather was a kid, we're still doing the same things. And if I go back and look at my great-great-grandfather was a kid, we're still doing the same things. It's, it's like our technology advantages advances, but we can't seem to advance. Oh, wait. Israel Prime Minister receives next list of hostages due for release on Saturday. Oh, so they're letting out hostages. Uh-oh, this might be coming to a draw. I guess Hamas is getting tired of getting killed and having things. Because uh, now they're starting to put their million-dollar bounties out on their heads. They're killing each other. Why Americans still have no idea who killed Kennedy. Uh, it was Jay. Jay did it. He confessed. He, he time-traveled back in the past and did it. I'm sorry, people. I didn't want to break y'all's hearts, but Jay's the one who did it. Uh, something about Kennedy was a doofball. I'm not sure what it was. Uh, you'd have to ask him. I don't know. 
Um, if you really want to know how Trump's doing, you go to like NBC or, or CNN and see what's the worst story they can write against him. And then you'll have an idea because usually whatever their race story is, is usually not even close to true. So, The gag order thing bothers me because it's freedom of speech. Yeah, and, and because a guy, and this is not because Trump's leaking out anything of any consequence to the trial. This is because he's picking on the district attorney and he's getting his little feelings hurt. That's what this is about. Mm-hmm. So and, and it doesn't matter when you get here. So like here, you, you get on this page. I'm on NBC right now, NSNBC, which is just completely garbage. So as I'm reading through it, so you hear truth about liberal uh, indoctrination is is the opposite of what conservatives want you to believe. Well, that's not true. Uh, Republicans' view of the economy are completely detached from reality. That's definitely not true. Uh, I mean, we know who's who's detached from reality when it comes to the economy. Joe Biden and Joe and Biden economics, which are of course, Democrats. Let's see. Uh, Republican judge strikes down gun law, citing new Supreme Court rule. That's good. Uh, Colorado brief shows why Trump should be off the ballot. No, they didn't take him off the ballot, NBC. What the hell is wrong with you? Even when they lose, they try to make a win out of it. I used to like NBC. I actually, NBC really didn't break my heart like CNN did. Uh, ABC and CBS, I consider sellouts. NSNBC has always been a liberal piece of crap since the day I can remember, which is supposed to be illegal. You're supposed to be bipartisan. That's why people on cable say this is opinion news now instead of news, because that's what it is. It's opinion news. And it's mainly to keep their asses from getting sued, because if they're if their uh, national news would do that or their local news would do that, they'd be in a world of shit uh, because they have to be bipartisan. I don't know, guys. It's it's a sad shake in the world, but we got to get out of here in just a couple minutes. Um, you know, sometimes when we would do, when we would, we, we did a lot of news, my friend Stephanie and I, before she passed and, um, you know, I was thinking we would notice sets the way the news actually. It news works in a in a weird way. So it'll come out, and each each news company will have a the same story basically, but it'll be changed. It might be more or less people dead or burned or whatever, and the stories will be slightly different across the thing. And they never can gel until actually until like somebody from a police department comes out and says this is what actually happened, and stop with your stupid crap. Uh, but we've noticed, and some get closer to the truth, and, and some get farther away from the truth. MSNBC don't even try. They just write whatever bullshit they want to write and just, oh, well, you know, well, if we have to retract it, we'll retract it. If you go look at some of the shit they wrote about, the stuff about Trump and the Russia, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I don't know how Trump's not added another billion dollars to his uh, thing by now. What is this? There wasn't a dry eye at Israeli hostage reunion. Oh, yeah, this is where they got let some of them out. There we go. Just 16 of the emotional reunion where mothers and dad, they were good. Let them out. Let them out. They, Hamas released 24 hostages. Israel says there's still 250 hostages being held. 
215 hostage is being held. I don't know, but they released, uh, how many did I tell y'all? 24 hostages. That's a good thing, man. This thing about NASA gets the laser beams all over. But see, this is on CNN. When I was on NBC, none of this site was on, none of this stuff was on the NBC site. It was all just hate about liberal, I mean, conservatives. Every article was to talk, talk about how the conservatives sucked. Uh, here, it's, it's CNN's at least a little different. You got the hostages released reunion. You've got the space NASA, NASA thing. Uh, what do we got here? Derek, former officer convicted in George Floyd's killing. Okay. Uh, watch the latest CNN headlines. We're good for y'all. Nothing great. Nothing great. I want to go on a cruise boat. Nothing great. Nothing great. Just news, news. Stuff we've already gone over tonight. So, um, but at least they're doing news. I mean, innocent you see what even close to the news. They were off and never, never land somewhere. You mean Fox? Fox is weird. Fox is either 100% on the news or in Never Never Land. I just. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I mean, you can go over to Fox sometimes and they got some of the best news reporting you've ever seen. You go to Fox sometimes and you're like, really? And what planet are y'all from? Obviously, you're not from the planet that I live on. Oh, I miss Rush because Rush was insane. Rush would just. just so let's see. Their lead story is uh, Fox tonight is uh, the ex-cop convicted of, of Floyd's death. Harris immediately hit with backlash on social media over Thanksgiving post. I can only imagine what the hell that was. Uh, four big box stores offering their best discounts on Black Friday through the holidays. We'll have to check out that. Uh, watch Jet Player booted from the game. BBC reported since staff and so I don't see they're not even talking about Republicans or conservatives. They're just doing the news. Like the news, they're just doing the news. All these stories are just news, and no, no, no talking about one party or another. That's crazy. Somebody's actually doing the freaking news. I don't even know what to think about that. Uh, let's see, anti-Israel protest, Colorado Ski Resort, special report spotlights China's aids massive amounts of oil investors. Huh, I don't know. Kind of weird. Well, I mean, there's not much in the way, I mean, there's news, but it's just, just there wasn't even as much news as we covered tonight uh, on the stories we covered. Yeah, I know, that's what I was saying. It's kind of crazy. But anyway, we got to get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we got to go. We got other things we got to be doing tonight. Oh, let's see. I got some sexy women here. I'm gonna have to go chase. I got three in my bed right now. Yes, three of them. Don't y'all wish y'all were that lucky? Mm hmm. And you know what's funny? It's three different colors. I know. Three different women, three different colors blonde, blue head. Uh, we have a black head, a blonde, and a brunette. I know. It's crazy. Don't y'all wish? I know y'all are just jealous, aren't y'all? Even you ladies are jealous. I know how it is. I know how it is. But anyway, guys and girls, we got to get out of here. Uh, we'll have one song as we... Um, no, we'll have one song as we're playing out in a minute. Yes, and then uh, we'll, we'll have one promo and then one song as we're playing out in a minute is what I should say. 
Yes, I don't want to be lying to you. But anyway, on that note, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to United Public Radio and News on the Flip Side. Sorry we didn't get as much news covered as we should have tonight because we got off on a couple of rants. Um, a lot of stuff going on in the world. Any moans, groans, gripes, or bitches you have, please write to Michelle DeRocha. She'll take care of those. Uh, if you have any news articles you want to see on the show uh, during the week, send them to me because you see I, I use them tonight. I always, I always like to use articles that are sent to us. Um, I just uh, I just like the way it works out better. Anyway, good night, everyone, and uh, see you. Oh, tomorrow, 3 to 5, our new show debuts. It's about authors and illustrators. Uh, um, Wolf Moon will be the guest, and, of course, John Goodwin, and it'll be guest host with me, and we should have a good show. On that night, good night. Stay tuned for the commercial, the song, and, uh, again, I'll see you tomorrow. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. From 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Stand up and salute, we'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead, so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army, we lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother. My brother, my sister, and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Now this nation that I love is falling under attack. A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back. Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye, man, we lit up your world like the Fourth of July. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name. Top of his list, and the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist, and the eagle will fly, and it's gonna be here when you hear Mother Freedom start ringing her bell, and it'll feel like the whole wide world is raining down on you. Oh, brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Oh,
me, sir, and the battle will rage. This big dog will fight when you rattle his cage. You'll be sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. Cause we'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list. And the statue of liberty started shaking her fist. And the eagle will fly. And it's gonna be hell. When you hear Mother Freedom start ringing her bell. And it'll feel like the whole wide world is raining down on you. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue.